of your praise and your faithful you're the giver of grace you're my source of life you provide for me so i lift you up so the world can see yeah. you're the reason why i live in life reason why you died and it was not coincidence you sacrificed your life love was the focus when you gave your life for me you're the picture of the promise for everyone to see Lord, you're worthy of your praise, and you're faithful, you're the giver of grace, you're my source of life, you provide for me, so I lift you up, so the world can see.
Twenty-two, and my name is Prophet Omari Span, and it is a pleasure, privilege, blah blah blah. 
a, a pleasure, a privilege, and an honor to be here this morning for Waking Up with the Prophet. Well, we wake up every morning with inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Listen, I don't know about y'all, but that song just sent me into worship. Like, it literally has, like, I don't know about y'all, but I started crying. I started crying when I really have a moment with God. Because to think about how sovereign he is, man, to think about how this guy loves you the way he does, the, 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 to, to, just think about it. Like, when people do you wrong, he always do you right. Even when you don't even feel like, God, what's going on? Why are you doing this to me, this, that, and the other? He always seems to show up, show out. He always ends up stepping in and making a way. He always seems just to be a good God. I'm talking about while everybody else going through confusion, he keeps you in stable peace. While everybody else is going through the storm, he puts you in the center of the storm because it's always safest in the eye of the storm because there's no damage. But listen, I'm so glad I serve that type of God who keeps me where I need to be, who keeps me in the eye of the storm, who keeps me on my face seeking him. I don't know a type of God who don't cause these people to continuously cause him to seek him, especially if you say you love him, you ought to be with him. I don't I don't get it. How y'all don't serve this God that make y'all look at yourself and say, oh, what was me? How do y'all do it? How do y'all serve this God that give y'all everything that you want, but never requires nothing of you? How do you do it? How do you serve this God that says, guess what? You can have all that you have. I need nothing but your praise. And since you don't want to give me that, I let the rocks clap, cry out. Who is that God? Because truth be told, I can't serve that one. I need to serve the one that needs my praise. I need to serve the one that's going to bless me because I bless them. I need to serve the one that's going to bless me because I'm blessing others. I need to serve the one that's going to bless me because I'm living right. I need to serve that God that's going to love me in spite of I don't know, man. Let me get the prayer. Let me get the prayer because I, 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 I'm convinced these people don't got no God. I'm convinced these people don't got no God. I was at work last night and this girl gonna come up to me and be like, Prophet! I said, hey. <laughs> she gonna some, you know, I just love saying you have the most beautifulest spirit. I said, beautifulest. Okay, that's the word. <laughs> but she said, you have the most beautiful spirit. And I said, thank you so much because I really do appreciate it. Man, some of these people do be crazy, though. Some of these people just be lying, trying to get to know me. Man, I ain't trying to get to nobody, know nobody right now in this season of my life but Jesus. If it ain't God, if it ain't Jesus, I don't need to get to know it. I'm sorry. I'm just not in that season to get to know nobody right now because I need to know myself first. I need to know myself well enough before I get to know anybody. People are like, I want to get to know you. I want to get to know you. I don't want to get to know you. I'm trying to get to know Jesus, so when I do get to know you, I'll be a better person. Aquanisha probably saw an opportunity for a husband. See, see, uh-uh, ain't no opportunity. She seen an obstacle. She seen a challenge. <laughs> she ain't seen no opportunity. Oh, that was God. That was God. She moved all these people. That was God. Get over there to you. All the challenges she bypassed them when she got to you. <laughs> Keep on week. She bypassed all the challenges when she got to me. <laughs> And she said, glory. Listen, but that's my thing. I tell God. And I think that's why he, he had me stuck in the house like he do. Because I told God, God, I don't want to go out. I don't want to go to certain places. I don't even want to interact with certain people unless I got glory on me. Unless they can see the glory on me. Unless they can feel anointing on me. I don't want to go nowhere. And it's crazy because even when I go into certain places that I go into to the entertainment world to do my little job, promote, and all this other stuff, they still feel an anointing on me. They still feel God on me. It's crazy how they... <laughs> It's crazy how the people in the world respect you better than the people at church. Ain't that something? It's crazy because I don't got to go in, in the, the place I work. I be working in clubs, bars, lounges. I be promoting. I be getting these companies out there. I be working. But what's interesting is I can go in one of these places and, and, and get more respect, get more get more clout, get more love than your own people. And it's interesting because it be your own people that be that don't do you the right way. It be your own 
keep, I'm telling you, we need to leave this in 20, 2021, leaving your own people behind. Because it be your own people behind that you ask help from, but then you don't want to help them. But then turn around when you need help, guess what? They still bitter because you didn't help them the first time. Listen, we need to stop that cycle of hurt in this community. We definitely have to stop this cycle of hurt in community. But listen, um, it's 814. It's almost 815. And I need to go ahead and get into uh, prayer. I need to go ahead and pray and cover my room, cover this space, because truth be told, God sees it. God sees all, knows eyes. The eyes of the Lord are in all places, beholding the good and the evil. Guess what? I'm praying in this season of my life that every enemy that I have be uprooted. I'm speaking by faith that they, that they, um, that they thumbnail, what, they, what you call the big toe? I, I'm praying they big toe get chopped off. I don't even, I'm, I'm not even care. In this season of my life, everything's personal. I'm praying for my enemies. I'm praying that my enemies big toe get cut off. I'm getting praying that they be uprooted and can't find a place to lay until they got doggone submit to God and the voice and the authority in me. I'm listen. I'm praying some 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 heavy prayers, and I need to be careful because truth be told, my prayers coming with consequences, Keith. I don't know about y'all, but my prayers is coming with consequences. I'm tired of just having results and trying to think that oh it's to be good when I pray. No, 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 no. My prayers is coming with consequences. But let me go ahead and get into prayer. Get into prayer because I, I definitely have to cover the room. I have to cover myself because I didn't have an amazing time in prayer this morning, and I refuse to fight with these demons in in the church, in ministry, on clubhouse, or anything. I refuse. God gonna fight my battle. I stopped getting my lick back because I realized God hit harder than me, Asia. I stopped trying to get my lick back. Do you hear me? And people would hit me, and I used to try to get my lick back. But I start realizing, guess what? I can't get my lick back because guess what? God swings harder than me. God hits it harder than me. God hits bigger than me. And I can't go, what Michelle say, when they go low, we go high. Guess what? I'm going to go high. I'm going to go tell my daddy. I'm going to tell my daddy what you did in prayer. And guess what? When something happened to you, I'm going to sit back and watch because guess what? I, I, I could have helped you. I could have told you. But guess what? Listen, that's God getting my lick back. I'm telling you, I'm taking everything personal in this season of my life. I'm taking everything personal in this season of my life. Be careful when you put your mouth on me this year. Be careful who you talk about this year. Be careful this year because the glory of God is going to rest. And I'm telling you. I'm like, keep, keep. God is waiting for a generation to come forth that walks in a room with glory. I'm telling you, and that's going to be me. I'm going to walk in a room with glory. When I walk in, conversation shift. When I walk in, atmosphere shift. When I walk in, demons begin to tremble. Come on, that's what they mean by that. When, when you walk in, the intimidation begins to come in with you. Why? Because those demons begin to flee. Those demons begin to get scared. Jesus had never said nothing when he walked up to the demon. The demon automatically began to say, oh, I know you. Don't come up here tormenting me. He said, why did you come to torment me? Don't come over here. Go over there. Don't come over here because we got something going on over here. You stay where you at and I'm going to stay where I am. That's what the devil tried to say. But when glory shows up, man, let me get into this prayer real quick. Let me get into this prayer really quick because, man, I feel an anointing on this morning because I woke up with my mind stayed on God. I woke up with a right mind to want to serve him. Not just to want to be served, but to want to serve him. To want to be a blessing to somebody else that is connected to him. And not just in my words, but in my deeds. I thank God that he made me a man of God. Not in word, but in deed. Ah, Jesus Christ. Let me get into this prayer before I get too excited. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just want to come to you this morning. Thanking you for waking us up in our right mind, God. We want to thank you, oh God, for the activity of our limbs. God, we thank you just for being God all by yourself. God, we thank you that even when we got closest to death, God, you did not allow 
death to kill us. God, we thank you that even our last night was not our last night. God, we thank you for the grace and mercy that you have placed on our life, oh God, for us to see a new day. God, we thank you for the gift of life that you have given us, even to allow us to see another day. God, we thank you that we woke up in our right mind, a mind to want to serve you, a sober mind, oh God. God, we thank you, oh God, for a mind that wants to be educated, a mind that wants to come to you. God, we thank you for a spirit that wants to receive you, a spirit that is yielded and open to you, to hearing your voice and to hearing what you have for your people. God, we thank you because you are a mighty God, a worthy God, a sovereign God. God, before we posture ourselves to ask you for anything, God, we thank you for everything that you've done for us. We thank you for the rising of the sun, the going down of the moon. God, I thank you for a roof over my head, shoes on my feet, clothes on my back, and food in my refrigerator. God, I thank you for my mama, my dad, and my sister, my brother, my auntie, my uncle, my grandma, and my granddaddy. God, I thank you for every person that is connected to me under the sound of my voice. Father, even as I give you glory, praise, and honor right now, I thank you that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for my sin 2,000 years before my very existence, before my birth. And God, I give you glory, I give you praise, and I give you honor because you are still worthy of it. And Holy Spirit, even now, as you begin to rise up in us, oh God, we ask that you will continue to cover us, continue to protect us, continue to guide us, oh God, continue to nurture our emotions, oh God, that we may, that we may be emotionally and mentally stable, oh God. Continue to guide us, oh God, in the name of Jesus, Father. Father, we pray these things and we believe it, that we have received it because you said in your word that when we pray, believe we have received it and it shall be so. So God, we believe that it is so because you are not a man that you shall lie, neither are you the son of man that you shall repent, oh God. That when you speak something, it's good, and whatever you speak, oh God, it shall be so. So God, we believe, I say, that everything that you've spoken into this room, into this atmosphere, into this space, into this space, is still manifesting, oh God. It's still coming to fruition, God. So we thank you in the midst of. God, we give you glory, praise, and honor in the midst of. God, we thank you in the midst of, oh God. No weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper, oh God, because you are a shield in front of us, God. You are a shield and our buckler. God, you are our sword and our strength. And we thank you for it right now in the name of Jesus. God, charge our day. God, perfect our day. God, our day, oh God. Cause our day to be peaceful, prosperous, and productive. God, if there's anybody that needs a blessing, a breakthrough, oh God, needs to be used, needs to be delivered. Father, we make ourselves an open vessel for you, for you to use us as though only you know how to use us. In Jesus' name, we thank you and we praise you because it is so. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, that's what we call corporate prayer. I had to remember I was praying with other people. I had to remember I was praying with other people. Have you ever been praying with somebody and they tell you, hold hands, hold hands, hold hands, we finna pray. Keith, they be like, hold hands. Hey, Asia, they be like, hold hands, we finna pray. And then that one person who started praying catches the spirit. And all of a sudden, you feel your arm just jank. All of a sudden, you feel your elbow go down. That's, that's, that's what type of prayer I just had right then. I felt like somebody was with me in that prayer. Oh my God, I feel like somebody was with me in that prayer. We felt the Holy Ghost. We had to do that holy dip. We had to do that holy dip because I felt God in that one. I don't know about y'all, but I felt God in that one. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. I don't know about y'all, but today is going to be a great day. It's hump day. It's Wednesday. It's the fifth day of the year. One thing about me is I used to say, uh, do this on the daily briefing all the time, but I got away from it when I got away from the daily briefing. And I was supposed to mention it yesterday when we were talking about obstacles, opportunities, and challenges. Yeah, I know yesterday was the, was the fourth day of the year. Yeah, I didn't know that four is the number of creation. Y'all didn't know four was the number of creation. When God creates, he creates in force. He, <laughs> he gave you four limbs. 
When he created direction, he created north, south, east, west. He created four. When you think of creation, you think about the twos and you think about the fours. Because one, he created Adam. Two, he created Eve. And four, he created the rest of the universe. Up east, he created the moon, the stars, and the, the sun. He created all that stuff on the fourth day. But then we come to the number five. Today is the fifth day. We come, Keith, we, we're in the fifth day now. He, he brought me to the number five. He brought me to the fifth day. And anybody who knows anything about numerology, study of numbers, especially if you say you prophetic, you got to know your numbers and your colors in the spirit and stuff like that. So in the spirit, I'm on the fifth day. And anybody who knows anything about five is, five is the number of grace. God have mercy. Five is the number of grace. When you play in spades, guess what, Keith? If I win with seven, guess what? You still got five. That means I gave you grace. <laughs> that means I gave you grace. I don't know. It's something about that number five that blesses my life because I know that on the fifth day, there's grace. God, I, I don't know why, but I just feel like anytime I see a five in the day, there's grace. On the first, I mean, not the first, but on the fifth, on the 15th, on the 25th, I just feel grace. I don't know why, but it's something about that fire that makes me get excited because I know that grace is in the building. Grace is in the room. Grace is in the atmosphere on today. And I thank God for grace. I thank God for grace. Let me calm my little happy tail down. Let me calm my little happy tail down because I feel an anointing. And I don't know if y'all feel it, but I feel an anointing. I feel an anointing. I feel an anointing on today. <clears throat> oh, God, have mercy on my soul. Have mercy on my soul. Have mercy on my soul. Listen, I tell people, whew, I do this all day by myself. Like, <laughs> granted, I got some people to share that this atmosphere with. And I put in, you remember back in the day, we used to say the, uh, the, this atmosphere, the Holy Ghost, is tangible. It's tangible and it's transferable. Hear me again. It's tangible and it's transferable. Ooh, that means I can send it to your atmosphere. God have mercy. I can send it to your atmosphere and it hits you. You know how when somebody, you know how I'm in Atlanta and y'all in South Carolina, Georgia, Chicago, all them other stuff. I can send something to you. Prophet, what you mean? You know how on cash out, all I have to do is put in an amount and then put in your name and automatically it comes to you. And you know how you jump eh, when you hit that ting, you know, that coin sound. When that coin sound hit, let me see, can I, can I make a coin sound? You know how that sound hit? Oh my God. And it hit you and you begin to jerk. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that type of thing. Oh, I'm telling you. I, ooh. Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. Because I feel an anointing. I feel an anointing. I feel an anointing. And I'm telling you, keep this one of these type of anointing that's transferable and tangible. This one of them anointings that, listen, when it hits you, it's going to sound like a cash up sign. It's going to count like a cash up sign. And it's going to make you do that holy deal. There's some of your spirit going to leap. Oh, my God, that's the type of anointing I want to perfect. I need my shadow to be anointed. I need my voice to be anointed. I need people to hear my voice and, and, and begin to begin to to, 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 to to feel the Holy Ghost. Like, I just, uh, whew, I need that type of power. I need that type of power. I need that type of power. Lord, have mercy. Yeah, let me come down. It's 825, and I need to go ahead and play a song so we can come right back. Because I don't know about y'all, but he's been too good to me. Like, I don't know about y'all, but he has been too good to me for me to sit on him now. And I just, <laughs> oh, I can't help but to give him praise. Let me go ahead and play this song, though, and then we're going to come right back because it's going to be time to check in. This is So Good by Keela Richardson. Oh, glory to God. I'm out of breath and everything. Jesus Christ. Play the song, God. Key, they got me out of breath because I'm over here shouting. I'm over here praising. And it's just not working. Come on now. You got to reset, Google, because you get, man, it's, man. <laughs>
I don't know about y'all, but when the spirit really gets on me, it'd be hard for me to function because I'd be having to calm down. I feel like I just ran a marathon. Lord have mercy. Let me cut to this song real quick, and then we're going to be right back so we can check in, all right? Let's go. Every day when I wake up, I can see his mercies all around me. And in every circumstance, his plans for me is to succeed. He's been good to me. And I thank you. Yes, I'm for doing what you did. Hey, yeah. To me. Yes, Lord. When I felt so deep, you reached way down and you rescued me. And it don't stop there. You keep showing your care and it's amazing to me. So I will tell everybody you. Tell y'all, she just ripped the end of that song. She said, thank 
Oh no! Oh no! It's time to stand up, stretch, and make you some breakfast. It's 8.30 a.m. Y'all know what time it is. It's 8.30 a.m. That means it's time to check in. That's going to be my theme music for checking in. Keep, I'm going to do a theme music now. Instead of just a do-do-do-do, I'm going to do a theme music. We're going to check in with theme music. I'm going to do my... It's check in time. No, we like to do do do. Yeah. <laughs> what you said, you like to do do do. Okay, I'm gonna keep it simple. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it simple and keep it at the do 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 do. Asia, you're welcome to come on up and come in and check in with us. Listen, we're just here having an exciting time, having a ball. Listen. I ain't even do the scripture of the day yet because I've just been on the rant. I've been having fun, having in my own little praise, in my own little mode. Listen, let me tell you, let me be honest. I used to do this every day back in, like, back in the day. Like, <clears throat> I want to host my own radio show. But every morning after I did the daily briefing, I would either go back to go back to sleep right about 8 o'clock because I would get done with the daily briefing at 7.45. And I would either go back to sleep at 8 o'clock or I would stay up for the rest of the day and then eventually take a nap. But then it was always between that 8 o'clock and that 11 o'clock hour where I would just spend so much time with God having fun. I would have so much fun spending time with God at the end at 11 o'clock when the Williams came on. So I would have to, you know, stop what I was doing. But then I used to have so much fun at, at the 8 to 11 o'clock hour because I was able to spend time with God. God was able to talk to me. God was able to minister to me. I used to watch the news. So he used to tell me stuff that's going on in the news. I don't know about y'all, but I don't, like, I don't know how y'all get work. But that's why I can't see too many stuff and hear too many stuff because God began to talk to me about those stuff. Have y'all ever had that Jimmy the Cricket on your shoulder or that angel on your shoulder, the devil on your shoulder? Yeah, I'm like that. Me and God be sitting over here watching TV, watching the news, and all of a sudden, he just whispering in my ear, you know, this, that, 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 that. And I be like, God, for real? And then I don't say nothing. I just write it down. It's what it is. Then weeks later, here it go. It pop on the news. Here, then a month later, it pop on the news. I'm like, God, come on now, really? You should. You could at least told me. I would have helped out of something. But then, you know, when you have a relationship with God, God just tell you stuff. He just talk to you. You know, he just talk to you. But no, for real, for real. Let me go ahead and get into the scripture. Because it's time to check in. And y'all know, I'm just over here excited about God today. I don't know about y'all, but I'm really excited about God today. Like, can't, uh, <laughs> Prophet Krista, I'm telling y'all, listen, it's going to be major. I don't know about y'all, but I'm feeling something major. I, <laughs> I'm feeling something major. Listen, <laughs> let's go ahead and read this scripture so we can come back and check in real quick. The scripture of the day. The scripture of the day comes from Isaiah 25, starting at the first verse. Yeah, I know when I never say the actual verse, you always supposed to assume the first. But I'm going to let y'all know it's coming from the first verse today. This is Isaiah chapter number 25, starting at the first verse. And it reads, Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you and praise your name. For in perfect faithfulness, you have done wonderful things planned long ago. That's it. That's it. Nothing hype, nothing, nothing over the top. I told you that this year I'm making everything personal. I will exalt you and praise your name for imperfect faithfulness. You have done wonderful things, things planned long ago. 
That's what the reading of the word says. He said, you've done wonderful things, things that was planned long ago. You've already planned them out. You've already executed. So I'm going to exalt your name. Listen, I don't know about nobody else in the year of 2022, but if don't nobody else bless his name, I'm going to bless his name. If don't nobody else give God praise, I'm going to give God praise. If don't nobody else stand up and make a boast in the Lord, I'm going to stand up and make a boast in the Lord. Because guess what? I shouldn't have made it this far. But guess what? He allowed me to see another day. He allowed me to see another year. He allowed me to survive through two pandemics. Ah, come on now, come on. He allowed me to, to survive through two years of pandemics or whatever it is. What pandemoniums, pand pandemoniums, panoramiums, whatever. Any pan, he allowed me to survive it and eat from it. Can I help you? He allowed me to survive it and eat from it. Hear me one more time, Prophet Christian. He allowed me to survive a pandemic and eat from it. Lord Jesus Christ on the cross. I don't know. I don't, uh, uh, okay. It's okay. I'm going to calm down. I'm going to calm down. I'm going to calm it on down because I understand it's a Wednesday. Everybody not trying to be hype on a Wednesday. I understand, but it's just something about me that woke up with a shundo in my belly. It's just something that woke me up this morning with a mind ready to serve God, with a mind to want to humble myself, with a mind to want to seek him. I don't know about what it is about how, I don't know what it is about God, spending time with God that makes you have to humble yourself, but it was something about spending time with God that made, that made Moses have to humble himself even to Aaron, even though he was the voice of reason. He was the voice of God. He had to humble himself because of what the gold was. I mean, when I tell y'all, I'm so... Jesus Christ. Oh, let me actually... Let's go ahead and check in real quick. Let me go ahead and check in, then I'm going to go to a song. I'm going to check in, and I'm going to go to a song because I know I'm a little hyped this morning. I'm a little excited this morning because God is doing a new work in me. And I'm, 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 I'm amped. I'm amped. I love it. I love it. I love it. I really do love it because sometimes people like to hide behind social media people like to hide behind social media and the internet and what people don't see but do you not know the eyes of the lord are in all places i'm saying i'm saying people don't realize that just because i i wasn't there don't mean the lord don't won't don't won't show me i remember when jesus was walking down um the road and he was picking out his disciples and stuff like that and he had seen a man i think it was thomas it was thomas or james one of them and he, they had came up to jesus and they said jesus told the man he said yo you know i remember you or i've seen you when you were sitting under that fig tree a, a couple of months ago a couple of hours ago something like that and he said how do you even know this how do you he said he looked at the man and said look <laughs> greater things shall you do so you mad because i seen you without having to be there but greater things shall you do when you tap into it. Listen, I'm just, man, there's so much that God is ready to show us. God is ready to reveal to us. There's so much greater that God is ready to do in us, with us, and for us. But we have to tap into that greatness. I told y'all, it's goals week. And the G and gold stood for greatness. The G and gold stood for the greater. The G, man, I'm telling y'all. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let's check in. Let's check in. Let me go and check in and calm down. Because I'll tell y'all. I feel God in my house, as always. Like, I want one of them type of houses, y'all, that when you walk in my house, you feel calm. Now, you ever got in somebody's car uh, or went to somebody's house? You know Big Mom in them house back in the day? When you used to go to the mother house for dinner, when you used to go to the mother house for prayer or Bible study, you would walk in her house and feel the anointing. 
You know how you, when you when you go play your rent or your lease and you got that old mother or that that, that lady who work in the, the office and she always got her gospel music on? That's how my office be. Because I want my office to be saturated. I want my home to be saturated. I need, we don't talk about consecration and saturation and, and, and stuff like that no more. We don't, we don't talk about that no more, Christian. We don't talk about being sanctified no more. Even in your mental space. Like, come on now, even in your mental space, in your ears. I know your body's sanctified because you ain't had sex in five years because don't nobody want you. But come on, what about them ears? Who penetrated them lately? Oh, God, let me stop. Oh, Jesus Christ on the cross. I'm, I'm, I'm talking real serious stuff today. I'm talking real serious stuff today. But let me go ahead and start checking in because it's time to check in. Hallelujah. Well, guys, I'm starting my morning off in a great mood and a great mode. I'm surprised because I thought I would be more tired than I am because I had to work last night. Um, and I didn't get in until real late. Um, but of course, when I got in, I literally hit the bed and was out. Um, I wasn't able to get up at six today, but I did get up at seven or what? I was like seven thirty-ish. Yeah, it was like seven fifteen, seven thirty-ish. Um, I had a little time to get myself together. Right now, I'm drinking my hibiscus tea. Thank you so much. Keep every time I see this, I'm gonna think about you because this tea do be on point every morning. So right now, um, yeah, I'm starting my morning off good. I'm starting my morning off excited with God. Um, honestly, I missed my appointment with God this morning because I didn't wake up. But yeah. I'm literally just gonna have to start arranging whole prayer days, and God understand. I, I I I definitely understand that He wants me to do Him every day, but whew, I'm still having to rearrange my schedule because I have to make my appointments with God every day because I just cannot function without talking to God. God is literally like the CEO of my life and my brain. Like people be like, Mars, you so smart, proper, you so smart, you are blah, blah, blah. and this is outside of clubhouse. This is in real life. But I be like, only reason y'all think that is because I spent time with God. I wouldn't know this stuff by myself. I spent time with God, so it make me look a little bit smarter. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, I missed my time with God this morning. So I'm definitely gonna have some more time and spend some more time with God. As far as breakfast, uh, like I said, I'm drinking my hibiscus tea right now that keeps them blessing me with. Glory to God. I'm drinking my hibiscus tea right now. Um, as far as breakfast, other than the tea, I might make something, but I don't be feeling like it. I be lazy sometimes when it comes to breakfast. But then at the same time, I do like making breakfast because it keeps me throughout the day. Like normally when I eat a good, healthy breakfast, I don't have to eat again till like three or four o'clock. And then when I eat then, it's probably lunch. So then when I finally do eat for the third time of the day, it's probably 10, 11 o'clock. Like it's nighttime. So yeah, I'm going to go ahead and might make me a nice little hearty breakfast so I don't have to worry about eating no time soon. And I'm thinking I might just, them French toast sticks was bomb yesterday. So I might make some, some more of them with some bacon and some eggs and see how it goes. Um, as far as the weather, it don't look as cold as yesterday. I still see a little bit of gray on top of the cars or a little ice on top of the cars. So it is a little cold out there, but it's not, it's not super, super cold. It looks a little warmer today. Um, the temperature right now in East Point, Georgia, is 44 degrees. It's 44 degrees. The high of today is going to be 56, 56 degrees today is going to be the high with mostly clouds in the sky, a little bit of precipitation, a 2% chance of precipitation, a 2% chance of precipitation, there you go, a 2% chance of participation, whatever, y'all know what I meant, participation, a 2% chance of participation, that ain't even the word, but we're going to rock with it, how it is, but yeah, that's my weather, that's how I'm starting my morning, and that's the breakfast for today, Keep, I'm throwing it over to you, do 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 <laughs>
Oh God. Good morning, everybody. Um, hope everybody's having a good morning thus far. Um, I am starting my morning off a little bit slow. I'm still tired. Um, last night we had a, a, a call, um, that one of, one of my, so I wouldn't say, well, I, I guess I could say friends cause I'm, I'm friendly with everybody, but anyway, this very wonderful person, um, that I know passed away yesterday. And, um, I was still getting calls late to, to like early this morning. So I am still tired and I really want to go back to bed, but I got a long for work at about 10 o'clock. And, um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm just really tired. As you can see, I'm really tired this morning. Um, as far as breakfast is concerned, I am doing the intermediate fasting. So I have, um, not, I'm not able to break the fast just yet, according to the plan. So I probably won't eat anything till about maybe somewhere around 12. So I'm just really drinking a whole lot of water because I'm really hungry. I really want to eat something, but I'm really trying to do better. So, um, but yeah, that, that is my morning. Um, it is very dreary outside. It is cloudy. It's cold. It's not as cold as it was yesterday, but it's still cold. I think it's about, uh, 39 degrees, 38 degrees, somewhere around there. And I don't think it's going to get that much warmer. And they said tomorrow it's going to go right back down to where it was the day before, which is somewhere around 25, 27 degrees, something, something like that. But anyway, um, yep, that's how my morning is starting. I hope everybody else is having a pretty good morning so far. Thank you so much, Keith. Thank you so much for coming in and coming up. Always been uh, been an important part of the show. Always been able to contribute. Thank you so much. Listen, it's always up. Man, when I tell you, it's always something when you actually do ministry calls. Like, when you do ministry calls, take time out of your day. Like, I know some people don't realize, like, as a pastor, of course, people don't see you on Wednesdays for Bible study, on Sundays for church. You know what I'm saying? They might see you at the prayer meeting and all that other stuff. But when you're actually a leader and you have, like, people to actually look out for, like, okay, so my ministry, truth be told, like, my ministry has over... 300 people that are, that are subscribed to me, that listen to me, that, you know what I'm saying, that connects with us. Do you, like, do you not know? It's hard when you had that many people in the ministry and then all of them keep calling you about something going wrong or somebody died. That, that, I'm telling you, that will keep you up all night. I remember back in my early days when I used to do uh, free prayer calls all throughout the night, all this other stuff. People would literally have you on the phone for hours hours talking about the same thing and then sometimes you know all you got to do is be sensitive to their emotions but sometimes it can be like physically emotionally draining so keep i'm praying for you man i'm praying that god give you your strength back because i've been there before i understand that sometimes it ain't easy but hey that's the assignment that god has called you to man so hey i'm believing by faith that god is pushing you into that pastor let keep listen it's okay it's okay god gonna get you there <laughs> God, God is training you for your pastor, your pastoral duties, Pastor Elect. <laughs> Listen, let me throw it over to Christian. Christian, good morning, sir. How you doing, Prophet? How you doing? Tell us how's the weather. How you starting your morning? And what's for breakfast? It's on you, sir. Grace and peace to the room. It is uh, a nice thirty-eight degrees out. The sun is shining, and um, it's bright. <laughs> we tell him thank you. Um, it's melting the last um, residue of the snow that we experienced over from Sunday night into all day Monday. And so we're grateful um, for what the Lord is doing um, on this day. For it's another day's journey. I'm glad about it. 
I'm excited about what God is going to do today because he's going to do something brand new today. Huh? It is going to be new today. And I thank God that folks are coming out of pain and they're coming into joy. So we give him glory. We give it at the glory. Yes, sir. We give him honor. We give him praise. But that's how I'm starting my day, huh? Uh, in the presence of an almighty king. God bless. Amen. Amen. Listen, Christian, I got a question. I got a real important question. Because I'm selfish and I would just believe God is my personal savior. And I don't believe in sharing. I really don't. I really so maybe it's not a question because my mind is already made up. I just don't believe in sharing. And granted, I know I'm supposed to share my God with other people, but Chris, I just don't believe in sharing my personal Lord and Savior. Like my prayer time is my prayer time. My worship time is my worship time. I could have sworn in the Bible when 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 God was teaching the disciples how to pray. He said, "Don't go out there and stand on the street corners and pray and all this other stuff." And and look, we nowadays since no since nobody goes on the street corner anymore, we think that they meant oh well, that was a, a literal street corner. They was going on the street corner literally. Yeah, truth be told, that was kind of it, but it was kind of not. I still I still consider it a figurative thing because sometimes we make a public spectacle of prayer, and I don't think we should do that no more because truth be told. I think that when you pray, you should have private time with God. That should be you and God time, not you and everybody else time. That's like when you have sex. You don't have sex with you and the rest of the world unless you're one of them type of people that got a cam on you. But I ain't one of them type of people that got a cam on me. I like my private time with God. I mean, is it just me? Maybe it's just me. Like, is your intimacy time supposed to be shared with everybody? Well, I, I don't share my intimacy time with no one right. except the Holy Ghost. Um, but when you spend time with the Lord and you're in his presence, you know, oftentimes you really don't come out, uh, if no. you, if you're real with it, come you on know, now. you exist in the earth, um, uh, because we are in the world, but we uh, are not of, this of world. the world. Mm -hmm. So you exist, but when you're in his presence, you, you just don't let him go. You, you just don't do that. It's, it's not an on and off switch. So even after you spend your intimacy with the father, the father is still loving on you, even while you're getting dressed, going to work, exactly. and moving about your day. Mm -hmm. um, so he's, he's still loving on you while you're still loving on him. But there's some things that you just got to do. Um, but you don't just turn the switch on and off. Well, I mean, I can't speak for nobody else. But I can't speak to I can speak for myself. It's not an on and off switch with me. Um, even when I come out of prayer because I have things to do in life, um, hey, he's still there. He's still talking. I'm still talking. Right. But I'm still moving about to mm -hmm. do the things that I'm called to do. So mm -hmm. that's that's how that goes. Listen, you're right about it. You're definitely right about it. I don't know about y'all, but I really wish we could take our intimacy, our prayer life, our prayer language to another level. Because sometimes people be thinking they tap it in. You really not tapping in. I tell people all the time, I miss the days when the men of God would consecrate themselves before they get up before the people. I miss the days when the men of God used to pray before they get up before the people. Now people just get up before the people and just say any old thing. And I just don't, I just don't believe in that. I just don't. I miss them whole day. I miss them days back in the day when if the preacher, especially the guest preacher, and Brian Carr used to be good for this back in the day. Like, but when guest preachers would come to your church and the atmosphere was tough, 
They would literally take you into whole praise and worship before they would get up and preach because they needed an atmosphere ready to be preached. I don't see how some of these people can get up and just preach, how some of these people can get, just get up and talk, how some of these people can get up and, and pretend to have intimacy with God, can pretend to, to be intimate like you know him. No, you don't know him like we know him. I know the intimacy of God. Why? Because we have personal time together, just me and him one-on-one. And it's something about being one-on-one with a person versus being in a group of people around somebody. Mm, my God, today, people act differently when they're around groups of people. But when you with a person by themselves, oh my God, I'm telling you, God act different when, when we're in other places. I don't know about y'all, but he tell me stuff and he act a little funny when we're in other places. When it's me, him, and other people, he act a little funny. But guess what? When it's me, him, and us by ourselves, oh, we get into a whole nother mode of transparency. And I think that's what people need to get back to. Because people don't act like, like people don't know that people act. People can actually see in the realm of the spirit. People can literally see in the realm of the spirit. And I want us to stop playing with people. Now, granted, there's a, there's a difference when I turn a blind eye to something. But then there's a there's another thing when God shows me, and then now I have to do something. Now I have to say something. There's an adjustment. I believe that we have to have the Holy Ghost. We all can't just say we prophets just because, oh, oh, I feel this and I sense this in my spirit. No, no, no. Did you actually hear God tell you that? And while you heard God telling you that, did God tell you to say something or he told you just for a warning because it was for you. That's why I tell y'all. That's how I know people don't have intimate time with God. Because truth be told, if you had intimate time, intimate time with God, He will tell you what you can say, what you shouldn't say, what is able to be revealed, what should be appealed, and what you're supposed to conceal. Hear me again. When you spend true time with God, He lets you know what you're supposed to reveal, what you're able to appeal, and what you're supposed to conceal. Many people don't understand that. And that's why we have all these mouths, all these people talking. And I'm just going to sit here and just watch. Don't believe me, just watch. Don't believe me, just watch. I'm going to get that. Uh, what's, I don't even know the dude's name. Was it Two Chains? Prophet Two Chains said it. That's what it was. A bishop, Prophet Two Chains said, Don't believe me, just watch. Don't believe me, just watch. Ninja Ninja Ninja. <laughs> Listen, y'all, the time now is 8.51. The time now is 8.51. That means it's time for me to cut into a song break, another song segment. And listen, y'all know I've been battling all week. Not physically, not emotionally, not mentally, but spiritually. In the realm of the spirit, I am fighting in the courts of heaven because I just believe. I don't know about y'all, but I believe that there have been people sent against me, sent to stop the ministry. I don't know about y'all, but when you're doing the work of the Lord, I believe you got to go through warfare. I believe that when you're going through something that God has called you to go through, when you're on an assignment, I just believe that the devil going to test you. I don't know about y'all, but I know two places where I've seen people on, I, well, correction, I, I know one place where I've seen a man on an assignment, and in the midst of his assignment in the midst of his test, Jesus came to tempt him. Je I mean, not Jesus, but the enemy came to tempt him. We, of course, y'all know I'm talking about Jesus at this point. But there are two places. In the situation with Jesus, Jesus was in on an assignment. Jesus was doing what he was supposed to do. And the devil said, let me come test you. Let me come tempt you. You know what I'm saying? But then there was another man by the name of Job, who Job was doing everything right. Job was doing everything perfect. He was perfect. He was in his mission. He was in the assignment. He was in his place. But then God sent the devil to check up on him. And the devil ended up leaving with everything that he had. But in the midst of the devil leaving with everything that he had, he did not give up. But he stayed the court. He stayed the court. And he wrestled. He wrestled with his friends. He wrestled 
wrestled with his wife. He wrestled with God. But at the end of the day, he still came out on top. And in this season of my life, yeah, that's the spirit in me. I'm telling you, I'm finna wrestle. I'm finna wrestle. Like, that's that fight in us. We got to make everything personal. And we got to wrestle. Not wrestle emotionally. Not wrestle mentally. But wrestle spiritually. Wrestle in heaven. Wrestle uh, against the principalities. Guess what? People going to be talking about you and not even going to know why they all life in shambles. Why? Because you prayed for them. They ain't even gonna know. You prayed for them. You made everything personal and started praying for them. And now guess what? Now they uprooted, destroyed, distracted. Why? Because they didn't put them out for you and you didn't pray for them. So now this is your season to say, guess what? I'm taking everything back. I'm taking authority over my life. I'm taking authority over the enemy. I'm taking authority. Can't nobody stop you in this season, huh? All right. All right. Listen, I just had to encourage y'all for that moment. I definitely had to encourage y'all for that moment. Look, I see my bro step in the wrong step. Right before we go to a quick song break, man, I'm going to give you an opportunity to check in definitely. Tell us how you start your morning. What's the breakfast or what's the weather, bro? Do, 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 do. It's all you, step. You sleep. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That worked too. That works too. I understand. Understand. Well, listen, y'all. I'm gonna definitely go ahead and cut to a song break, and then we coming right back because I definitely have some things that we want to talk about today. And then y'all gotta remember, it's goals week. It's goals week. It's goals week. So to, today we're talking about the A and goals. We're talking about the abilities, the actions, and I'm gonna throw another one in there: the attributes that you possess to make you to to make it easier for you to achieve your goals. Oftentimes, oftentimes we have goals that we set for the new year, we set for the quarter, we set for the month, but then we neglect the abilities, the attributes, and the actions that we need to take in order to reach those goals. We oftentimes put goals in our mind, put goals in the back of our head, put goals on our calendar, on our list, but we never take the actions to actually make sure those goals are being accomplished. We never take the time to assess our abilities to see how we can make obstacles, challenges, or opportunities more accessible for us. So today we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the A and goals. But without anything else being said, oh, excuse me, that T beginning is in me. <laughs> excuse me. Let me go ahead and go ahead, cut to a song and we'll be right back. I promise I won't, I 
oh, I thought that was, I'm sorry, that was my ending. That was my close. Welcome back. Welcome back to Waking Up With The Prophet, where we wake up every morning with inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Listen, I don't know if you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, or somewhere working out, or calling off work today. I just want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way. That means with the right attitude, right spirit, right mindset, all that good, right stuff that make your day go the right way. With that being said, yeah, I'm praying. I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying because I'm trying to figure out how I, post, how I convert this audio so I can put it on like the anchor. I don't know. Y'all just pray for me because I really need help and I need help. I need new help, Kristen. I need to, I need new help. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's one thing when you need the help because you don't got enough. It's one thing when you need help because ain't, ain't a lot there, ain't a lot going on, but it's another thing when you need help because you got too much. Man, that's a different type of help. That's a different type of help. I last time, my pastor told me this too. Well, the last time I, I was asking for help, I was struggling. Last time I was asking for help, I was in a place that I needed help because I was struggling. I was hurt. I was, you know what I'm saying? You was going through. This time when I'm asking for help, I need help because God has blessed me with so much. I can't carry it by myself. This time God has blessed me with so much. I need somebody to help me carry all the money. Come on, help me take this to the bank. Help me cash these checks because I'm telling you, God is blessing. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I don't know about y'all, but I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. Listen, let's go ahead and get into the topic of today. The time now is 9.03. Time now is 9.03. And I definitely want to go ahead and see how you guys are starting your year off and what abilities, what actions, what attributes you're taking to achieve your goals. I know earlier this week, and thank you guys for everybody who came in earlier this week who's been on the panel. Thank you guys so much. But all week we've been talking about goals. And I know we shared our goals and stuff like that. But this week, today I want to talk about actions, attributes, um, and abilities. Because yesterday when discussing um in discussing obstacles. Okay. Yeah. So yesterday in discussing obstacles, we realized that obstacles aren't always obstacles, but more so challenges, more so opportunities to advance. Well, if obstacles are opportunities and are uh, challenges to advance, then how do we how do we use those to better ourselves? Because oftentimes, oftentimes many of us, like we say, we face those challenges, we face those obstacles, and we find ways to get around them. And even Christian hit on it yesterday when he said sometimes those challenges, sometimes those obstacles, sometimes those things that we go through allow us to realize the abilities and the attributes that God has given us. But with uh, realizing those abilities um, and those attributes that God has given us, we also have to put those into action. One of the major things that we have a problem with um, as believers, as humans, um, when it comes to facing those obstacles that we talked about yesterday, is coming up with action or really realizing our ability to overcome those things. Does that make sense? I know oftentimes when I would set a goal in my mind, I would oftentimes come to the obstacle of, ooh, I don't got no help. Ooh, I don't know how to do this. Ooh, I don't know how to do this. When then God would say, okay, well, what do you have? What attribute do you have? What what ability do you have that can allow you to get around this? Oftentimes, even with the woman with the um, <laughs> was it the woman with the issue of blood? No, no. Who was it? Who was it? I think it was Moses. I think it was Moses when they were part. When they were, their goal was to get to the promised land, right? And in the midst of getting to the promised land, they hit something called the Red Sea. 
And in the midst of them being in the Red Sea, uh, uh, God looks, Moses looks at God and said, God, I don't know what to do. I'm stuck. I'm in a hard place. I'm at, and I'm at an obstacle. I don't know what to do. I'm at a rock in a hard place. I got people trying to kill me coming behind me. And then I got a, a, another place that's going to kill us if we go into it the wrong way. Mm, hear me. I got people coming behind me trying to kill me. And then I have something in front of me that if I go into it the wrong way, it's going to kill me too. So God, how do I, how do I handle this situation? How do I overcome this obstacle? Well, God then says, what do you have in your hand? What do you have in your hand? Stretch out what's in your hand. Oftentimes we have abilities, we have gifts, we have tools, we have attributes that God has put into our hand that we don't even use that God has placed in us to get us to the next level. There have been times like, <laughs> even now, prophet, there have been times where I had a financial work. I've always been financially free. The minute I became a prophet, I prophesied to my mom, right? One of the first, <laughs> one of my first prophecies, I prophesied to my mom and <laughs> Roshana can verify this when she talked to my mom. Like I prophesied to my mom and said, mom, you'll never have to worry about money again. When I prophesied that to her, it actually released and dropped on me too. So I never had to worry about it again. But then there were seasons where, and we talked about it yesterday, but there were seasons where I would worry about funding. I would worry about getting money for certain things and stuff like that. Well, then God would say, prophet, what do you have in your hand? What do you have in your mouth? What have I given you for you to overcome the obstacle that is in front of you? Oftentimes, and then that's where my series of gifts came from, because oftentimes we don't realize the attributes or the ability that God has given us may be the way out. For example, in 2017, it was like 2017 or 18, I ran into another hiccup, another financial hiccup where I'm like, God, I need more money. How do I do this? What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? He says, what aren't you doing? What ability have I put in you that you aren't using? I said, God, I'm prophesying. God, I'm singing. I'm modeling. I'm doing all that I'm supposed to do. He said, that's not the only abilities I've given you. Did you realize you have the ability to read and to write? I said, God, what do you mean? He says, you have the ability to read and to write. You have apple. Make sauce out of it. I said, what do you mean? He said, I've given, I given you the apple. Make sauce out of it. Use your abilities that I've given you to turn it into a blessing to overcome the obstacle. My ability to read and write allowed me to write my first book. My first book blessed me with residual income. So now I get paid from Amazon. I get additional income from my website when people buy that book. You know what I'm saying? Oftentimes, we have to get into the place where we assess our abilities. We assess our attributes. We look at what God has already given us so we can find out how to get to the next level, to the next to the basically to the next level or to the next goal because I told y'all this is an acronym for goals even though we are A today L is tomorrow and the L in goal stands for level but in order to get to a new level in your goals in order to stop going through cycles in your goals stop making the same old goals every year you gotta learn how to use your ability to get to a new level I'm gonna let somebody jump in right now because I just gave my 10 minute TED talk Keith you wanna jump in Prophet Christian Y'all on silent now. <laughs> Is the church okay? Yeah, I'm here. Can y'all hear me? I'm going in and out. Yes, sir. I, can I keep hear seeing you. this red bar. Yes, sir. I can hear you. I can hear you loud and clear. Now, this is a very wonderful, interesting topic here. Um, when we talk about the abilities and the actions and achievements, what the, all of that says to me is the steps 
for the process. Um, what's what's your process when when you have a goal? When there's a goal that's set, there has to be a process to get to the end or to the achievement side of that goal. And this is where it comes. So I can't say that my goal is to acquire 10 grand a month in my business if I'm not, if I don't have an action plan to receive 10 grand a month for business. I can't have um, a level of goals that my abilities, my skill set or skill sets are not being utilized to assist in accomplishing that which I have set. Um, and so oftentimes we set these monumental goals um, and we don't do the legwork. The legwork is what is it going to take for me to get there? What is it within me that I need to utilize for me to get there? And then what are the areas that I need to learn on the way so I can get there? And how am I going to learn it? Who am I going to connect to? What am I going to do? Am I going to study? And I mean, how am I going to get this information? All of these things are necessary for the goal to be accomplished and or like the A says, achieved. And so if I never put a plan together, if I never uh, accompany my plan with my skill set or my abilities, then achievement is never going to be my portion simply because I didn't do the legwork in order for me to get to the other side of the goal. Because the goal is just a goal with potential, right? But in order for it to become accomplished, you got to do something. You got to move. And oftentimes, we stay stagnant because we get stuck in the place where, oh, this is the area I'm not sure in or I don't know about. And we do not reach out to those that have already paved the way. You know, there's a mentor. I believe that the Lord is releasing mentors in this hour um, that have already paved the way so that they can help guide you along the way so that you don't get stuck in just dreaming and your goal never being accomplished. And I'll rest my mic right there. That's good. That's so good. That is very good. Listen, I'm going to throw it down to um, Rashonda Essence. I see you had popped into the room. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Would y'all like to uh, jump in on this topic? We're talking about the A and goals, which stands for abilities, actions, and achievements. Would y'all like to um, jump in? Yesterday, we talked about um, obstacles and how obstacles can be opportunities. That was uh, Rashonda word. Uh, we even looked at how obstacles can be challenges instead of just obstacles. But today, we're discussing how we can take actions, what abilities we have, and how do we make those, how do we turn those into achievements? So do y'all want to jump in right there? Rashonda, good morning. Oh, good morning, y'all. My voice is still a little shy, but um, I'll just say use what you got <laughs> to get what you need to have. Amen. Now she did just hit us with a players club. Not use what you got to get what you want. All right, Diamond. Okay. All right, Diamond. I ain't even gonna. I ain't even gonna hold you. That sound like a word from God. <laughs> I ain't even gonna hold you. 
But yeah, like that's something that we definitely have to take ability into, especially if we want these achievements. If we want to progress in life, we have to say, okay, well, God, what ability do I have that I can utilize to say it's going to, it's gonna it's gonna work in my favor for me to achieve this thing because like i said the whole point of a goal is for us to achieve something when somebody shoots a shot when somebody kicks a field goal whenever they make a goal their whole point behind it the whole purpose behind it is for a level of achievement a level of accomplishment but oftentimes we think accomplishments are those things that you know what i'm saying fulfill us physically at those material needs okay if i didn't move down and accomplish something cool that is an accomplishment that's an achievement all that good stuff but what other things are you actually taking action to achieve what other things like even what christian's saying what action plan what strategy the S, the S and gold stand for also strategies because you have to also implement different strategies into your plan for you to say, okay, well, hey, this is how I plan to reach success. Even when it comes to your innate ability, God oftentimes will give you certain obstacles, challenges, certain opportunities so he can pull out certain abilities in you to make you progress, to help you in your progression. And oftentimes we have to take a step back. Like I said all the time, we have to take a step back to not only reflect, on the things that we are, we have been through, but we have to take a step back to assess what God has given us to work with. My analogy all the time, or my analogy that I use when it comes to Moses, is simply, hey, you have a rod in your hand. Stretch out your rod. See how this is going to work. God gave him a command. He had to seek God, and God gave him a strategy. In that strategy, it was all about using what he already had. I think even Keith was the one who said it yesterday. Sometimes you have to step back and realize but with these obstacles and with these challenges, everything that you need to overcome overcome it and to triumph over it is already in you it really is it already is in you but sometimes we have to figure out what part of us do we need to tap into to actually make sure we're achieving this goal to make sure we're actually achieving whatever we put our mind to and we have to make sure that it's something that god also wants us to achieve oftentimes we chase after things that are only for our flesh that are only for us and truth be told i believe that god is calling us to God is giving us assignment, not calling us to, but God is giving us assignment that not only benefit us, but benefit others. Keith, you want to jump in on this? Give me a few minutes. Okay, no problem, no problem. I was going to say, if not, I'll keep on going. I'll keep on going. Because truth is, like, in this season of my life, yeah, I'm really trying to assess, okay, well, what are what is each person good at? Like, even now, I had a call yesterday with one of my clients who was telling me, about you know the workings of the business they was giving me some feedback because you know every year around the end of the year we get feedback concerning my of my business about our clients how we've done stuff and i was getting some feedback yesterday that i kind of already knew but didn't want to really hear didn't want to deal with but i got some feedback yesterday and i was like okay well cool it's not something that, I, that i'm comfortable with 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 with, with analyzing or dealing with but now that i've been made aware of and y'all know we were talking about that yesterday when you come when it talks about obstacles um but now that i've been made aware of it now i have to step back and say okay well hey let me assess his abilities to achieve a certain thing oftentimes we'll even put people in place we'll get in positions of certain things and maybe god has not called us to that thing maybe god has not given us that ability so that's why we sometimes even see disappointment in certain things because because guess what? That may not be what God is calling you to achieve. 
We oftentimes have to step back and realize that God isn't calling you to achieve everything. As much as we want, as much as we know we can have and all the other stuff, we have to realize that there is a limit to our, our ability. There's a limit to what we can do. When we talk about our abilities, what is able to be done, what is possible, we have to realize that God gives us grace for certain things, but God also gives us the gift for certain things. And we have to realize when we think about those attributes, when we think about those abilities, there's a limit to those. And when we're chasing after our goal, when we're chasing after our achievements, we really have to assess which ones are ours and what do we like doing versus what we see somebody else doing because there have been so many times that i've been chasing after achievement chasing after goals and it's not even something that god has gifted me to do graced me to do it's just something i've seen somebody else able to do and i thought i could do it in this season of our life y'all we can't do that either we have to literally step back and say, okay, well, God, what have you gifted me to do? What am I able to do? What is my what is my contribution to the kingdom? <laughs> if we if we really want to be technical, if we really want to be simple, what is my contribution to the kingdom that is going to make sure that not only am I hitting my goals, but God, that I'm reaching the goal for your will in the earth? Because oftentimes I was having a conversation with God yesterday. Oftentimes we're not in the will of God, but we're in the plans of God. Oh, hear that again. Oftentimes, we'll find ourselves not in the will of God, but in the plan of God, meaning that God's will would have went a whole different way. But he gave us free will. So now we have the ability to do what we want. But that does not mean God didn't plan for what we're doing. God had already made a plan for us. Everything that we're facing, everything that we go through, God already got a plan for it. Now, it may not be his will, but God has a plan for us. But we then have to step back and say, okay, well, God, if I'm trying not to just be in the plans that you got for me and I'm just not trying to include you in my plans, I really want to be in your will. Let me step back and say, God, what do you want me to achieve? God, what actions do you want me to take? God, what abilities have you given me for me to accomplish the goals that you have set before me? Because truth be told, we all have our own goals, but are we still following the goals of the kingdom? Are we still following th that assignment that God has given us? Because truth be told, even when God purposed us, destined us, there are certain goals that God placed in us. The desires of your heart, God put them there. Those are your goals. God, them, them your God-given goals. <laughs> These back chums just tear me up, man. <laughs> this is so funny. But, um, yeah, I definitely want to give um y'all space to jump in. Christian Key, Rashawn, do y'all want to jump in right there? Oh, it's a holy hush today. Well, you know, I don't want to be the only one talking. Right? <laughs> no, Me neither. Chance. But um, when it comes down to um, some of the things that you were talking about, um, <clears throat> one thing that will stop anyone from achieving is comparing themselves to another person. Oh, that's good. Or, um, because you're going to always look on the other side and try to conform to what you see. And so, and be not conformed to this world. Y'all ain't going to talk here. Or by the renewing of your mind. When you are in a comparison state, your mind needs to be renewed. And watch this. This is this is very interesting here, right? 
Prophet, you got a radio show, right? Uh-huh. It's wonderful, right? And that's what God called you to. Let's just say, if I was comparing myself to you, another C word would be coveting right. what the Lord has given you. Okay, watch here now. I have the ability to speak. Oh, y'all are going to talk here. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have the ability. I have the skill set to speak, but I'm not called to that. Come on now. That's good. So just because I have the ability does not mean that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm. But because I was comparing myself to seeing your success and seeing how well God had blessed you to do what you do, I tried to emulate what you do and call it mine. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me. <laughs> I, I tried to create a success for myself only because I had the ability, not because it was my purpose. Mm, that's good. That's good. He said, I have the ability to do a lot of things. That's not what God is calling for. And so we oftentimes, this is why we're in the rat race, right? And this is why a lot of things are not completed because we spend too much time comparing ourselves to other people and to other things. And our focus is off. So when your focus is off, you have actions, but you don't have achievement. Mm, mm. So it, it, that's it, good. Hold oh, that said. Oh, I just that flew up. That, say that one more time. That was good, Prophet. Your focus. When your focus is off, you have actions, actions. but you when don't hard. have achievement. That was good. And a lot of people get stuck in action because I'm doing something because I'm moving. And it mm. looks like progression. Mm. This is what I'm supposed to do. No, the devil is a lie. God ain't called you to it. And so until we get into the knowing and into the the uh, the the wellspring of all that God is saying and all that God is calling for, you know, our abilities, our skill sets are not going to change, right? Because he's gifted us in these areas for purpose and on purpose. But it is our duty to be sure that we carry out the purpose and the call in our lives. And so, you know, if it's not for you, you shouldn't be doing it. Even if you're good at it, it's still your hands should not be applied to it. That's where a lot of folks are because they're good at a thing, but that's not what God said. That's good, Kristen. That's real good. Why do you why do you think everybody got a book? Right. Mm -hmm. Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. Okay, one one thing's for certain, two things for sure. Everybody has a story. I get it. But just because you have the skill set to have a book, did God purpose you to have one? Thank you. Or because you you peeped over into my territory. And you saw the success that I had, that I yielded because it was God ordained. Mm -hmm. You figure that you would accure the same success. Oh, come on now. Right. But if God didn't ordain it, your success is going to be limited. 
because the audience that you reach will be limited. Right. It has nothing to do with your ability. <laughs> it has nothing to do with your skill set. It even doesn't have anything to do with your action plan because you executed very well and you achieved the goal. But what about that success? Just because I can play an organ <laughs> doesn't mean I'm called, uh-oh, to be a traveling musician. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. But because I know of a traveling musician, right, that landed an opportunity that I feel that I deserve, I'm gonna go after it. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. Because I have the ability to play, I have the skill set to play, my actions put me in the right place at the oh, right that's time. Good. And guess what? I even achieved it because they brought me in and hired me. But when I got there, I became <laughs> I became a divinator because my oil wasn't for that. My skill set was for that, oh, but that's my good. oil was not for that. That's good. And I have so to because, because my oil wasn't for that, I did my fleshly desires. And I pleased my flesh, and I ran through the whole church. Got it. But I'm skillful <laughs> because I practice. <laughs> Glory to God! Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. Oh, that's good. That's good. That is so. But I good. don't. I did not have the oil to carry it out. So there's there 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 are. It's it's a dangerous place that we are in because although we are setting goals. Are we setting goals based upon the comparison or are we setting goals based upon what God has given us? That's good. That's good. That's good. Just because you're able don't mean you should. That's so good, Christian. That is so good. And I think we're actually running into that more often than we think because a lot of people, they see their achievements because they see what other people do. They're comparing. So it's like, okay, well, that person can achieve that. I can achieve that. That person can do that. I should do that. But truth be told, just because you have the ability to doesn't mean you should. That is so good. That is so good, man of God. That is so good. And that gets us to what our really God-given goals are. Because truth be told, we do set our own goals. But then truth be told, what is God giving us? What is our God-given goal? What is God assigning us to accomplish and achieve? And I think oftentimes when we don't take that time to step back and even assess what God has told us to achieve, then sometimes we do distort ourselves, throw ourselves off, and all that jazz, all of it. Oh, my God, man, you really just blessed me with that. You really just blessed me with that. Good morning, Pastor Lewis. Good morning, sir. Thanks for coming in the room. Listen, let me refresh you on really quickly. Because we're on a uh, we're in a conversation. The time now is eight twenty eight, and I'm probably going to hit another song break right here at ten o'clock. But we're going to take this for another thirty minutes if we can. Um, but this song, um, not this song, this conversation that we're in right now is about um, you know, we're in goals week, and we're talking about abilities, actions, achievements, and one thing in, in achieving our goals, um, and reaching achievement is understanding our abilities, understanding what God has given us. Christian was even just letting us know 
even with assessing our abilities, we can't be so quick to compare ourselves to other people, thinking that just because they can do it means that we can do it. Well, no, just because you can do it just doesn't mean that you're supposed to. We all have a set group of abilities. We all have a set group of skills, action that God has planned out for us. And we have to get to that point that even with our goals, guess what? Reach the goal that God called you to be. I know that you want to be a size 10 and all the other stuff, but maybe God ain't called. And I said, not discouraging anybody, but understand what achievements, what goals God is calling you to meet, what abilities God has blessed you with to meet your goals, to achieve that. Because truth be told, a lot of the things that we call obstacles, challenges, or whatever the case may be, even in circling back to our conversation yesterday, God has already given us the ability to overcome it. God has already put those things in us to overcome those and achieve those things. But we have to learn how to tap into it. And oftentimes when we're met with disappointment, sometimes it's because we're tapping into goals that aren't even our goals. Truth be told, everybody want, let's, th let's think about it. Everybody wanted um, the Devon and Megan Good relationship goals. Everybody wanted the Michael Todd and uh, what's his wife's name? Uh, Natalie go relationship goals. But truth be told, is that really God's goal for you? Like, we have to talk about that. Is that really God's goal for you? And if so, let's look, let's assess these abilities. Let's assess these actions. Let's assess these things that are going to push you to levels of achievement. Because, I mean, we're pushing into tomorrow. When you're talking about goals, when you talk about greatness, when you talk about opportunities, when you talk about abilities and achievement, you got to realize it's levels to this thing. And some of us, we're still on the same level, still trying to make the same shot. Because guess what? We haven't learned to hit the goal right. We're achieving certain things. We're making us. We're 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 getting certain things. But is that level of success really being reached? Because guess what? Are we actually using our God-given abilities? Are we actually setting these God-given goals? Or what? What? What are we doing? Pastor Lewis, you want to jump in? Absolutely. Well, greetings and salutations to the room, Prophet Ode, Christian to Rashamba, to everybody in the room blessings to you. Listen, um, this is this is an absolutely amazing conversation. And um, the thing that I would like to add is um, when you're talking about abilities, actions, and achievements, I think that um, really, um, since, since you're on the A train in alliterations, which I absolutely love, I'm an alliteration preacher, as y'all could probably tell. Um, God just gives them to me real quick. And so as, right. I was, as I was sitting here listening, I said, well, wait a minute. I said, well, if you're talking about abilities, actions, and achievements, then really what you're looking at is, uh, as Christian was talking, he said that um, his skill set uh, allowed him to be there, but his oil uh, didn't, didn't uh, that wasn't what it warranted for that time season, and it did not, uh, so that, therefore, he was able to be successful in uh, using his ability but really his calling um, was, was, was going uh, forfeit, right? But here's the thing. The thing is, is that um, now you have to really begin to look at your assignment, right? Since you're talking about abilities, actions, and achievements, then you really have to tap into what is my assignment, what has been assigned to me. Why is that so important, Prophet? I'm so glad you asked me. Well, the reason why that's important is because when you begin to tap into your abilities, right, and, and when you begin to tap into your abilities, then what happens is, and you're not focused on your assignment, 
assignment, what happens is, is that now uh, you become an assistant rather than an asset. Uh-oh. Let me say that one more time for somebody in the room. I said, what happens when you tap into your abilities and you're not focused on your assignment, then what happens is you become an assistant and not an asset. When I become an assistant, I'm not uh, vested. I don't have any skin in the game. This isn't really my situation, and so I can kind of do what I want to do and handle it how I want to handle it, and, and, and I can really tap into my ability, and my ability will cause me to coast through whatever it is that I'm assisting. But when I become an asset, then that means that I am now uh, a part of this entity, this organism that I'm a part of because I'm assigned to it. And so now I take on a different level of ownership because I'm assigned to it and I'm not assisting it. And what happens when you become an assistant, then what happens is, is now you tap into your ability and now uh, you become, uh, you're, you're, um, you're assisting that particular situation. And now you're, when, when you take on the title of an assistant, you then uh, discard the mantle of the authority. There's another A for That's you right good. there. That's good. Because now you're now you're an assistant, whereas when you when you flow in your anointing, which is your oil, you become the authority. So you work out of a different grace. You work out of a different vein. But here's the thing, don't don't get abilities, you know, don't get that twisted. Because um, when you look at the parable of the talents, Rashonda, when you look at the, the parable of the talents, the Bible says that the Lord gave them an assignment according to their several ability. Oh, y'all don't want to talk to uh -huh. me. He said, I gave them an assignment according to their several ability. And so what that means is, is that God has given us several abilities, but it's for us to be able to properly assess what our assignment is, watch this, so that our several ability can help us to reach the goal of the assignment. Mm. That's good. That's good. That's good. I'm a, I'll am land right there. No, that's good. That's good. Because, I've, oh my God, that's so good. Because in this season, I want to more so be an asset than just an assistant. I need, oh, that is so good. That is so, that is so good. Especially when you get to the authority part. Because in this season of your life, in order for you to uh, fulfill certain things, you and your abilities, you have to have the authority to walk into these spaces, walk into these places, and do what God is calling you to do. Pastor Lewis, that was so, so powerful, man. That was really, really powerful. Rashonda, did you want to jump in? I seen you was there. You was over there applauding the show, too. No, I was just in agreement. Definitely, definitely. Did you want to contribute to the conversation any? I didn't want to overlook you. No, I'm averting a crisis. I'm sorry. I'm here, though. <laughs> okay, no, you good. You good. I definitely understand. I definitely understand. Man, what's crazy is that this is a powerful conversation because oftentimes we don't realize what our assignment, our assignment is, Pastor Lewis. So many people are confused on their assignments. 
And that's why I tell people all the time when it comes to me and how I operate in ministry as a prophet, I'm not here to just prophesy to you new houses, new cars, new land and stuff like that. No, there's an assignment that comes with that prophecy. There's an assignment that comes with that word. And oftentimes we don't realize the assignment that comes with it. We don't realize the goal behind it. When God gives you a prophecy, when God gives you a word, there's a there's a godly goal behind it. Like that, we're going to talk about that for a second, too, because we don't realize when we're not in our assignment when we're not focused on our assignment we're too busy trying to do everybody else's goals we're too busy trying to do everybody else's thing and we can't even walk in the full authority that God is calling us to walk in. Like, that was so powerful. In this season, I'm trying to walk in the full authority that God has called me to walk in. And that's only going to come by me doing the assignment that God is calling me to do. That is crazy. That is, <laughs> it's not crazy. It's really amazing. Because as I think of, as we escalate into levels, guess what? The greater you get at your assignment, the higher you go, the more levels you get to. And you start discerning what God is doing around you based off of you already understanding that, hey, Hey, this is my assigned place. This is where I'm supposed to be. Man, I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm finna make me shout over here. And I don't want to just have this conversation by myself. But what I tell yeah, I mean God finna talk about this because I'm really in a place now. And it's not just for me. I tell y'all, these conversations really be for my generation, the other people that I know need to hear this. I believe by faith other people need to hear this because I'm not the only one that has been faced with these situations and even deal with people who are in these situations where, oh, I got these goals. I got this I'm trying to achieve. I got this I'm trying to achieve. But everything that they're trying to achieve is based off of what they see, what they saw, not based off of what God told them that that they actually should be doing. Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying to invite you up. I seen you raise your hand. But yeah, based off of what God has told you to be doing, I really believe we have to get back to a point where even me, I'm starting to prophesy in godly goals. I'm not I'm not prophesying, oh yeah, you're gonna get married and this, that, 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 that. I'm not prophesying that. If it ain't God's goal for your life, then I can't I can't prophesy because then it's going to take you outside of your assignment. And too many people are already out of your assignment. Just because you have the ability to do something, doesn't mean you're assigned, you're assigned to do it. Listen, man, y'all are really blowing this conversation up, but we had a question. Um, We had, um, I ain't even finna mess your name up, woman of God. I ain't even finna mess your name up. Uh, Last name, Reasons. Miss Reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Karina. Karina, okay, cool. Miss Karina, I see you raise your hand. So did yes. you want to contribute to the conversation? Did you have a question or comment? Yes, I, I had a question. Okay. Um, For someone like me, um, I don't know why, uh, but there's something with my hands. There's always been something with my hands. I know that there's always been something with my hands. I'm very creative. And one of my businesses, it's a small business, but I make like um, cups and like Crocs and things like that. And I decorate a lot of different things. Um, I could see that it does get attention, but I don't have many customers. So I'm believing that that's something I chose to do for myself. Maybe I wasn't like called to do it, but I just, um, I just, I, that's something that I wanted to know because I know that there's something with my hands. I don't know if it's for healing. I don't know if it's for laying, I believe it could be for laying hands, but it's just kind of confusing to me because I don't have like a church home. I'm in the middle of Salem, Massachusetts um we've there's barely there's barely christians here 
so there's a lot of things that like I have a lot of questions and um, I just wanted to see if you were able to like answer that for me definitely definitely I love lifting um, questions like that up to um, my brothers first um, so I'm gonna uh, offer Prophet Lewis or Prophet Danny that um, answer that first and then if not I'll go um, Prophet Christian you available I sure am. Um, Karina. Um, Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Listen, I, I would say this. I, I, there, there are a couple of things that I'm going to say. So the first thing would be is you want to seek the Lord for clarity, right? Yeah. And because what I heard, right, is that your hands are gifted for everything that you spoke out of your mouth. Mm -hmm. um, that you're creative. Oh, that's my brother Jonathan down there. Hey, bro. Um, you're creative. You, you bring things to life. Um, also, you know, the Lord will use you to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. But more importantly, you want to have a clear direction from the Lord exactly what your hands should be doing. Yes. Um, because that's where your focus is going to be. Now, the other things, right, outside of that, the Lord will honor because you will still be able to do all of those things. But there is a specific order to what God has concerning you. And you want to definitely have the clarity on exactly what that is. Um, you can forward the thing of God. So, You're breaking up, man. I bind it and make you the spirit in the name of Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, you out. You out. You came out. I had to bind it. Come on, come on, speak. It's bound. I'm it's bound. Um, because you you you'll probably be able to create as well. Um, because that's that's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing that you will be creative. And you'll be able to do all of those things, but you you want to have the clear direction, okay, Laura? Exactly what is it that you have for me? That's my input. Yes, because actually, one of um, something I really want to get into is apparel, but something not just apparel, but it's it's like joggers and like sweatpants and jackets and pea coats for Christians. It's for the it's for the kingdom. Um, I wanted to be able to be able to like, even though it's a perspective, but I wanted us to be able to go shopping and pick something that we can wear too, that has scripture on it and sweaters and t-shirts and things like that, that I wanted to do um, for actually for, for the, uh, the kingdom of God. But I just, I have a lot of ideas and I just don't know where to, which direction. So yes, I need to ask the Lord for clarity on that. Definitely. Um, Prophet Lewis, did you have anything to say? 
Um, I, I concur with, with what Prophet Danny said. Um, yeah, just, you know, I, I'm not going to be the, uh, I don't want to call it a dead horse, but I don't want to, you know, be redundant. But yes, definitely seek the face of God. Um, I really believe um, that in your creativity, um, God gave you um, the, the, the ability to work with your hands because um, it's a parallel to what you're able to do in the realm of the spirit, how you're able to create something out of nothing. What, what everybody else would, would seem to be nothing, you're able to create something of value, something of use out of that. And so, um, yeah, definitely seek the, the face of God for the direction and what you are to create, um, what your hands have been uh, ordained to do and and go after that, you know, with, with everything you got. And I really believe that um, there is an audience uh, that is, is, is ready, waiting, and available, um, you know, for, for your, for your lane of ministry. So, um, don't, don't be discouraged. I hear the Lord say, don't be discouraged. I know, I I know you've been waiting for this for a while now, and sometimes you can get discouraged. And so you'll, you'll go back to, you know, creating other things because of, um, of discouragement and you'll go back to it by default. But, but, but I hear the Lord saying default to prayer. Um, every time you, you begin to get discouraged, pray and say, okay, God, I need you to lead and guide me into all truth. Guide me into the truth of what it is that, um, that you have for me. So that way, you know, um, you're able to really, uh, hone in on, um, what it is that God has called you to. Amen. Thank you. Amen. And Corinne, I would say the same thing. Um, I know in scripture, in Psalms, uh, David says, blessed be the Lord, our God, our rock, who who trains or teaches my hands to war and my fingers to fight or my fingers for battle. Um, That just, to me, I don't know why the scripture came to me when you begin to talk about your hands. But even as you begin to seek God up in this season, concerning clarity for your hands, he's going to give you an assignment because he's already given you the apple. Um, I tell people all the time, when God blesses you with something, there's multiple in it. When he blessed you and gave you hands, he also gave you fingers. So in the midst of understanding the assignment that he gave you, he gave your hands, understand what he's telling your fingers to do. You know what I'm saying? There's something specific that God wants to show you, God wants to bless you to do. God is trying to bless you with an apple and then from that apple, he's going to expand it i don't know why i'm saying that but i'm saying expansion from what god is blessing you with in your hand but you have to understand the specific assignment that god has called your hands to god may have not trained uh he may have not called your hands to war he has called your hands to creativity but you have to understand what's the specific assignment and calling that he has done from uh for you in that build a foundation in that and then allow the expansion to reach your fingers i don't know why i'm seeing it like that but that's what i'm here god saying god is getting ready to bless you in your hand <laughs> that's so crazy that i'm saying it like this but i see literally him blessing you with an apple in your hand and you'll begin to expand from that god says the creativity that is in your hand god said you have to be focused and stern in it understand the assignment that he has already shown you and he's already given you and i think it's something that you have already done um 
I don't think it's new yet. I think it's something that you've already done, something that you probably put down that I believe that you're going to pick back up. And God says, as you continue to stay stern in that, stay firm in that, and continue to understand the depth of that assignment, he's going to expand. Yeah, that's the word of the Lord. That's all I have for you. That's all I have for you. But yeah, continue to pray about that. Continue to um, seek God for clarity. And I believe by faith that God's going to do a great work in you. And definitely stay connected with us because we're not people who just release words over somebody's life and not be accountable for us. So definitely stay connected. And we're going to continue to pray you through and help you through. Um, amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Listen, it is 949 and this is a good place for me to pause and parenthetically digress. This is a good place for me to pause and parenthetically digress because what Corinne just did was shifted my whole spirit because it made me begin to see in the realm of the spirit. <laughs> and as I begin to see, I'm looking at the abilities that not only she has, but I'm looking at how God shows me um, certain things. And one thing, like even, even when you brought that question up, Corinne, all of us have to get into that place because truth is a lot of people tend to say okay well i know god has gifted me in this area i know god has blessed me to do this work but the minute we start the work we oftentimes stop it we start in the spirit but then we end in the flesh and we talked about that the other day because we hit obstacles we hit challenges we hit things that look like our stumbling block and we don't see opportunity in it we think that hey this ain't going the way it's supposed to this ain't going right when truth is it is going right. It takes more time than what we than, than what we expected. But God is saying, hey, what's in your hand? What can you use? What can you flip? What can you turn and say, okay, well, hey, it's time to rebrand this. It's time to redo this. I wrote my book in 2018, right? And there are seasons when if I need to get an extra couple of dollars or something like that, I'll re-promote my book on social media and some people because they new to my life and not new i mean because they new to my life and my book not new guess what they will think i got a new book out you know what i'm saying so this is that season where we have to learn how to access our abilities what we have what we're used what we're assigned to because once you realize and pastor lewis was saying it earlier once you realize the true purpose of your assignment then you create a whole space for you to thrive you create a whole in their industry created for you to thrive in that space in that area but you have to learn how to continue to perfect that gift and that grace that god is calling you for we had that conversation weeks ago <laughs> weeks ago and you definitely can go back and listen to the replay on that because when you actually realize hey god has gifted my hands but my grace is for ministry or god has gifted my hands but my grace is for the creative arts so god has gifted my hands but it's for sports then you realize hey i'm supposed to be in that area because truth be told you know what I'm saying? Anytime God is calling you to something, you got to narrow it down as small as possible. Remember, and I, I use this analogy all the time. Remember when the prophet told his servant, hey, rain is about to come. I'm finna send you rain, but I need you to go look for a cloud. He said, okay, cool. He had to go back and forth to that prophet seven times. And then he came back and reported, okay, now I see something. Sometimes you have to go back to God multiple times so he can define. You know how you, when you're looking for a job, right? And 
up in the corner, they got that magnifying glass. Oh, Lord. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. They have a magnifying glass in the corner, right? And when you click on the magnifying glass, you can filter your search. You can define your search. Lord, have mercy. I'm going to preach, Pastor Lewis. You can define your search. When you go into prayer with God concerning your hands, define your search. Define your search. If you know you're creative, ask God, okay, well, God, what area of creative arts, what area of the creative industry have you called my hands to? Once you understand that assignment, then go ahead and understand the whole industry that God is calling you to create. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Listen, I'm going to definitely have more conversation with you because I'm one of those type of people that I love helping people. I love building people. And I definitely want you to continue to understand your purpose, your assignment, and what God has called you to. Because I believe that God didn't give us these abilities for no reason. God gave us God-given abilities for a reason. But we have to learn to tap into those abilities. We have to learn how to tap into that. Listen, my big bro, Pastor Charles Reed, is in the room. I definitely want to give him space before I go on this commercial break because we're going to go on break at 10 o'clock. Y'all know how Google always cutting us off and trying to get us to stop and exercise and stuff like that. But before we do that, I definitely want to throw the mic over to Pastor Charles and allow him to greet the room. Pastor Charles, good morning, sir. We're having a powerful conversation about abilities. We're having a conversation about actions. We're having a conversation about achievements. Um, Corinne just came up and asked up a powerful question concerning how does she understand her assignment, even when she understands her gift or knows her gift that lies within her hands. How do you uh, understand your assignment when you even have abilities? So listen, you can jump Jump in right there, greet the room, and you can pop in on the conversation. Grab one of the A's if you want to, because Pastor Lewis is already tore it down by adding assignments and authority to it. <laughs> so, Pastor Charles, I'm going to throw it over to you. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It is 47 degrees here in Central Texas. I am happy in Jesus today. My wife put me on task today to get the carpets cleaned, and so uh, she knows better. Uh, that I'm gonna make sure it's done early. So, uh, <laughs> so I've got the carpet cleaners here, and I am up and about. Praise the Lord! It's a great day, and yes, goals week. I love it. Um, sorry I missed yesterday. I was uh, well. There's a little say that says I was indisposed and not at home. So praise the Lord. But uh, the A for uh, we're talking about abilities, actions, and achievements, and now um, I'm just really thankful. Because now I finally, finally got it after all these years that the things that I love and the things that God placed inside of me, the gifts and the talents and the abilities that he's placed inside of me were there so that I could do what he's called me to do, especially now in ministry. Um, it's amazing to me sometimes how the things that I've gone through, even the bad stuff, even the crazy stuff that I've gone through in my life, how God is still using it right now uh, for ministry and for being able to help other people and point towards Jesus even more so. Um, um, being a musician, I have music in my blood. Music has been is a big thing. Um, I have great grandparents that were musicians. Um, it keeps continuing to go for, go further than that. And and my aunts and uncles also musicians. And so I was the better of them. And now my sons are better than I was, or that better than I am, I should say. And it's just amazing to see how that um, that gift and that ability runs through our blood. And um, it's amazing that. Um, God would choose us even though we are us. 
he would choose us even though we are us. In other words, he knew what he was getting into when he called you. And he doesn't repent or say, I wish I had never given this gift to so-and-so because they're not using it the way I think that they should. God never says that. But he, 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 it's, it, we, we kind of put that in a whole um, uh, a wrong process. God is, never has to repent on that. When it comes to the gifts and talents and abilities, he's given to you and he's not looking to take it away. But it is our job to cultivate and to work it to make sure it becomes what it needs to become. Um, I'm glad to be here and um, I hope I added to the conversation a little bit there. And um, I pray that you all, uh, as we listen and as I listen, I'll hear more and there'll be put more to put in my uh, my sack or my um I should say my uh, my the thing that has has arrows in it, and I'll make sure I use it for later. Blessings to you. No problem, no problem. Thank you so much for coming up, Pastor Charles. And yeah, that is a powerful. That's powerful for what you said. It definitely is. And then what's crazy is uh, on the flip side of that, though, Pastor Charles is understanding because um, Christian mentioned it earlier on in the com- earlier in the conversation. The flip side of that too is understanding what abilities are your God given abilities for you to for you to utilize for your purpose, and then what are just your abilities that you just have? Because oftentimes we'll have abilities, we'll have skills, but those skills aren't not necessarily say meant for us and our purpose. But at the same time, just because you have the ability to do it doesn't mean you should do it. You know what I'm saying? And it works when you're trying to achieve things. When we work towards these goals, you know what I'm saying? Just because I have the ability to go hop into a relationship or just because, you know what I'm saying, I have the ability to look cute, doesn't mean I should. Because at the same time, I think we have to step back and assess what is our really, I don't, I think, I don't know. Is there such thing? See, th- th- that's why I want to take this conversation after the commercial break. So I think I'm going to hold off on this. But I really want to know, like, is there such thing as, I guess, a God-given goal? And y'all can clap your mic so y'all can jump in. But do you think there's a such thing as a God-given goal and then your personal goals, Pastor Lewis? Yeah, Pastor Charles. Yeah. I'm going to... Uh... Are we answering that now, or are you going to do it after the after the song break? Oh, oh okay, okay. I was going to say just, just a quick a quick yes or no. I'm gonna definitely get to it after the song break. <laughs> but that's what I was going to clap on the mic or something. Ab- absolutely yes, absolutely okay. yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I was going to say, and that's what we're going to come back and talk about, because that's the second part of this. Because when I really want us to think about, when we think about goals week and stuff like that, making sure we have the right type of goals. Because truth be told, y'all know pastors Mike Todd and uh, Natasha, they released a book called Relationship Goals like a year or two ago. And it took the nation. It was cool, dope book. But I think it kind of got everybody excited about relationship goals. Everybody wanted a relationship now. Everybody want, oh, we finna be like, like no, we finna be relationship goals. And truth be told, they relationship goals aren't always, shouldn't be always your relationship goals. You know what I'm saying? What worked for them may not work for you. You know what I'm saying? And we have to really realize what is our what is our God given goal? What 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 makes you know what I'm saying? What makes, listen? I'm gonna go ahead and cut to this commercial break, and then I'm gonna come back and talk about it because I really believe, like even with our personal goals, like God ain't tell you to do that. That is a personal goal. That ain't a God given goal. You know what I'm saying? I think that there's a difference because even in my life, I be trying to tell my friends, I be like, hold on now, now that is a goal that God is giving you, but is that a goal that God is giving you for this time? 
it, it may not be your time to take that shot for this goal. You know what I'm saying? Like, off the top, oh, listen, there's timing in it. There's timing in it. But I'm going to go ahead and cut to this song because Google finna go ahead and cut me off anyway. It's me, 10 a.m. Here we go. It's time to stand up and stretch. Thank you. Let's take a break for 10 minutes. I'm already standing up. Let me just go ahead and <laughs> that stretch. Okay. Whew. I'm surprised none of my bones ain't cracking this morning. Lord have mercy. You know, when you do that stretch for real, for real, them bones start popping. And what's crazy is I'm only 28. I don't know why my bones be popping. I think I did too much preaching and traveling when I was a little young. But yeah, let's get to this song and then we'll be right on back with this conversation. You take the pain away. I'm 
Father God, I love you. I really love you. All right. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet. Well, we wake up every morning, every weekday morning with inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start your day. Listen, I don't know how you're starting your day, but when you get on here, you're going to have a better day and the right day. Because this is the early morning praise party. I don't know if you're on your way to work, coming home for work, somewhere working out, or you off work today. We just want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way. You know, with the right information, right news, right media, you know, the right music, right people, right laughter, you know, all the good right stuff to make your day go the right way. We believe that when you start your day off the right way, you know, it produced the right things and it might end the right way. Amen? Amen. So listen. Just a quick refresh of the room. We're in a conversation about abilities, actions, and achievements. Because y'all know it's goals week. It's the first week of January. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm trying to start my year off the right way. Shout out to everybody that paid their rent on time. Hallelujah. I had to pay mine yesterday. And I took my uh, my lease and lady a $25 Red Lobster gift card just in case. If this, anytime this year, if I ever, if I'm ever late on the rent, Miss, Miss Lady, you're going to remember that I gave you an offer at the beginning of the year. I made peace with you and I gave you a love offer. So you're going to look out for me next time. A $100 fee hit my account and just in case I be late on this rent. Now, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm funny. Listen, I be laughing at myself. I have to make it funny. But listen, we're in goals week. And I'm telling you, I'm trying to start the year off right all month. I'm trying to make sure I'm setting the right goals, putting the right strategies in place, putting the right systems in place, making sure I'm looking at my circle, doing the right things with my circle. Making, I'm looking at levels of my goals. I'm trying to gauge things. I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to be great. The G in gold stands for great. It stands for greatness. It stands for greater. It stands for greatest. And I'm trying to be great. So in order to be great, man, I got to get the rest of the stuff together, like the obstacles, the opportunities. I got to get my abilities and my actions. I got to get my achievements together. I got to get these levels together. I got to get these strategies and stuff together. So we're talking about all of this this week. But today, I really want to pivot into another conversation because we've been talking about abilities and achievements and actions um, for the last past hour, but I really want to ask another question. And it kind of stems off of this, but I really think it would help us define, um, I think, how we identify our goals and how we, you know, 
make these these goals because you know nowadays we live in a world of social media where you know they show you everything put everything in front of your face and it's like oh look i got them my relationship goals oh man they squad goals and them niggas won't even hold you down they can't even take you to work when you need to go so how they relationship goals how they squad go how y'all compatible like we be seeing stuff like oh them goals oh i see that car oh them goals your credit not even there for them to be your goals yet. Like, I mean, I get it. That may be your goals, but just realize it ain't your time to take that shot. It ain't your time to be in the game for that right now. Learn how to practice before you can get in the game to take the shot for the goal. Because truth be told, a lot of us, we be saying, oh, that's relationship goals, them squad goals, them house goals, them business goals. Well, maybe it ain't time for them to be your business goals yet because you got to work on clientele maybe ain't time for them to be your house goals yet because you got to work on your income like come on maybe it isn't time for them to be your outfit goals because baby you gotta work on getting a job and i think we gotta pass the losers i think we gotta determine what's personal goals relationship goals what's god giving goals what is god telling you <laughs> like what is god telling you to shoot for right now if we think about what a goal is when i look up a goal it show me a basketball goal i want to know like are we really following our personal goals and what we think a goal is or should be for us right now or is there a timing on goals is there a time when god is saying hey hey shoot for this right quick shoot 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 the baby basketball goal before you shoot right here at this six foot you know what i'm saying i want to know like is there a difference between personal goals god given goals and all these other goals that we got anybody can jump in right there Pastor Charles. I'm sorry, I just had a sneeze. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but listen, uh, there's a goal for, I mean, the thing is, is that some goals are, are of course, predicated on, on, on timing. Of course, yes. Uh, sometimes it's timing. Like, <laughs> what I'd like to do right now is I'd like to have hard, hardwood floors in certain areas of my house, right? But what's, what, what, is the, what is the hindrance for me getting that right now? Cash. Right. turning and funneling my money over there into it. So some things are are, uh, are predicated on, on other things, you know? Some things are predicated on time. Some things are just, uh, you know, some things are, are are because of, you know, maturity. There's a lot of different things that, you know, you learn how to do. Um, I think when I was younger, there was some things that I kind of was very bold or more, much more bold about, and I didn't realize that my boldness was making other people uncomfortable. And, and that, and sometimes it was not an uncomfortableness that it was supposed to be there is because I was being, being a little bit more, um, for like a better way of saying it, arrogant, because I knew what I want. I knew this is what it should be, you know, or right. I knew how to fix that note. But the person that was in charge did not. And I would get up there and like, well, I mean, I'll help you. I'll just help you fix it. Well, right. it wasn't my job. I should have been asked up versus try to bogart my way up that's a little saying that people uh, that was been said to leaders that i remember and that is it's better to be asked up than than to be asked down right and that's because you push yourself sometimes we put ourselves in position and because we know and we have the knowledge of something and, and it's, it's better to be asked up than to be uh asked down there have been people i knew in pulpits that they i'm a pastor so they're gonna walk up on the pulpit only to find out that the, the seat was reserved for someone else and they have to ask you down and it's more embarrassing. So anyway, in our goal seeking and in our place of looking for goals and doing what we need to do, um, it, it, you know, some things are just timing, time related. Some things are, are related on because of 
cash or, or the lack thereof. You know, so there's reasons behind it. But what we have to trust God is that when the timing is right and when he opens the door for us, that we can just walk into it the way we need to. I'm going to rest my mic on that, you guys. That's good. That's good. Anybody else want to jump in? This? Um, I'll, I'll definitely jump in. I, I definitely think uh, I agree with, with Pastor Charles. Um, and the other portion that I would just add um, to his uh, eloquent um, dissertation on goals, um, when you begin to look at goals, um, according to Oxford, goals is uh, the object of a person's ambition. Uh-oh. Goals is an object of a person's ambition, an aim, or a desired result. And so um, when you begin to look at whether it's a God-given goal or if it's a personal goal, um, of course, you know, the, the, the educational world gives us the intelligence to know that this is uh, an object of a person's ambition. What are you ambitious about? And, and that becomes your goal. And so I think even when you begin to talk about, you know, uh, these particular persons, um, Mike Todd and his wife, or, you know, um, these different relationship goals and squad goals and different things of that nature, I think you really have to begin to look at um, what is the what is the purpose of it, right? Because, yes, um, you know, uh, I know Pastor Charles is, is an absolute genius when it comes to um hymns and um you know those church those those um older songs of the church those you know matriarchal and patriarchal songs of the church by his own admission right um i don't i, I play keys but hymns is not my that's not my that's not my lane however it is a goal of mine to be able to walk into any church and be able to play a hymn if I need to and not just pad around the hymn. No, I want to be able to play the hymn. So his ability to play that hymn like that is, is a goal. It's hashtag right. goals, right? But my goal is not to emulate or to imitate him. My goal is to be successful in that particular area. Why am I talking the way I'm talking? I believe that when you're talking about goals, it's not about being like that particular person or envying that person or wanting to be that person. But I, my goal is to achieve the same success that that particular person has in that particular area. I used Christian as an example uh, the other day when he said he's touched millions, right? He's touched his first million. I have not touched my first million, so so it is my goal to touch a million. But my but my goal may not take the same path that Christian has taken to touch his millions. He might, and I used this example the other day. He might have gotten his millions or touched his first millions through. Um, his his expertise in business and Bitcoin and, you know, NFTs and all of that kind of stuff. I might touch my first million through my ability to be able to disseminate information. I'm a talker. That might be how I, so, so I think that when we're talking about goals, 
um, you know, it's about really achieving the success and not necessarily using the path that the person who has achieved that goal has used, That's right? Good. But it's about I, I, I desire the same result in my life. Mm. However, I understand that my path may be different than Christians or my path to learning hymns may be different than Pastor Charles's. However, I have an example of where I want to be, but it might not necessarily be how I get there. Oh, that's good. That's real good, Pastor Lewis. That was real good. That was so good because truth be told, that's how many of us are. Many of us are always in that place where we're like, oh, okay, they goals. Oh, I like what he doing. What he doing goals. You know what I'm saying? Oh, their relationship is gold. They got the house. They got the car. So they got goals. You know what I'm saying? But then in actuality, yes, that may be a goal. That may be even a godly given goal. You know what I'm saying? That may be something that God has destined you and called you to do. But at the same time, you know what I'm saying? Is is their method your method? Is their way of shooting the yo? Oh, that was so good. I can't shoot my shot the way everybody shoots their shot. Oh, that's so good. That just turned my spirit. I can't shoot my shot the way everybody shoots their shot. And well, let me tell you that, that and, and see, the eloquence of speech is one of Pastor Lewis's uh, uh, gifts and talents, and that ability to be able to make someone who is a regular person like me to sound <laughs> as though. I'm some kind of great wonder. Now that was so kind of him. He is kind. But that's the thing. But that, <clears throat> let me tell you. Let me tell you. Everybody doesn't have that gift, and, and not only they don't have that gift, they don't have that heart and that intent. That is the word that I've been using a lot lately. Intent. 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 What is it that you? What is the intent that you have when you are? doing what you're doing, the, the abilities and the actions. What is your intent? A person with the intent that has the gift of being able to talk to people and talk around people, um, what is their intent? If their intent is to is to be able to use them to get to the next thing, then that's a, that could be a problem, especially if they're just using people. But if your intent is to help people and to do what you need to do and you utilize your gift in that, that's a whole, that's something that can be um, looked upon as what helpful, it can be looked upon as good. And I think that's the thing, you know, some people have have the gift that can they can talk to people and, and talk to them in such a way that they can get them to, to do what they want them to do just by by convincing them, you know, so to speak, it's not witchcraft at all. It's just the way that they talk, you know, um, you know, um, I've heard people talk about, well, hey, you know, uh, somebody has a very white voice that it can, it makes them do st certain things, you know what I'm saying? And so you have to be real careful. What is your intent behind when you utilize your very white voice? You know, what is that? What are you doing it for? Are you doing it for selfish gain? Or are you doing it actually to, you know, are you using it because you're able to do that very well? Amen. So I'm going to get off that real quick. Yeah. Prophet, can I uh, interject here? If you don't mind. Yes, ma'am, you can. Yes, ma'am, you can. Good morning, guys. Good morning. I hope you guys are doing well uh, on this snowy Wednesday morning, or at least here in the Maryland area anyway. Um, so, 
one thing or one issue I have with our generation when it comes to this whole goals thing is uh, I think the older generations definitely got it right when they refer to us um, as a microwave generation. I think we want everything quick. And a lot of times there's a lot of entitlement. Uh, We have half. I'll, I'll speak for millennials anyway. It's like 80% of us are like, gotta work, gotta work, gotta work. And then there's like a real strong 20 that's like, I wanted to fall in my lap, super entitled, um, you know, and they just seem to be louder than the 80% that are working and that are grinding. Um, I bring that up because this whole goals thing for me, um, I think where we mess up is that goals are set, uh, as inspiration. They're supposed to be inspiration, but where it's gone left is that instead of finding goals, um, a source of inspiration and, you know, a, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Something you look to, uh, to be elevated or whatever, it's become uh, a means of imitation. It's become the mark of imitation. I want to imitate um, what they have without even considering all of the things that they've gone through or That's done uh, to get to what they have. Uh, my husband and I are the only ones amongst our friends um, who've been married for a considerable amount of time. It's, it's almost a decade. Um, been together for 13 years. Nobody has seen that in our particular circle. Um, I have friends who've been married two times in the length of time that we've been married. And, um, you know, a lot of them have had, you know, kids, a friend made a joke at my birthday party last month. I felt so bad for her because it set her up for some people at the table to eat her up. <laughs> but she said, and the times y'all been married, child, I, I, I didn't have about four kids. Y'all, y'all been married 10 years. Y'all only got one. I didn't have four in that time. They said, yeah. Well, one of my other friends said, yeah, you didn't have four kids. But by how many different men and what have you established in that same length of time? They've established wow. a covenant. <laughs> They've established a covenant. You ain't did nothing but shuffle car seats in the back of your car. <laughs> and I like I, I, I almost like shrunk down in my seat out of embarrassment for her. But it's true. Sometimes we think that accumulating a lot of things um, makes us goals. We have no clue what it takes people don't want that one steady thing they think just accumulating a lot of stuff is goals and it's not it's hoarding in reality um you're just hoarding a lot of stuff you're not you're not really accomplishing a particular thing you know you can be a jack of all trades and a master of absolutely none um and i think we just do better when we look to certain things for inspiration it's okay to look at a couple and say i want you know they seem to have an amazing marriage you know a steady marriage but don't don't envy is the word i'm looking for don't envy what you see in others because what they didn't see was the four kids we lost what they didn't see was the financial struggles that happened in the beginning of our marriage what they didn't see is the struggle to make our families mesh and you know what they didn't see is us trying to help each other heal from you know traumas they didn't see none of that stuff they did none of that they just saw us walk out the house and matching outfits and everything looks beautiful <laughs> right you know they didn't they don't get to see any of that other stuff so um i just think we do better using things as a point of inspiration and just being super careful not to imitate that or try to emulate that uh because you have no idea what the setup is in the back it can look beautiful out front but the 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 foundation can be so janky uh underneath of it all so that's all i wanted to say that's good evidence 
Anybody else want to jump in right there? Because that was real good, Ebony. That was really, really good. Because I think, and it kind of goes back to what Christian was saying earlier, because oftentimes we set up goals based off comparison. And that's even why I, we were talking about abilities earlier, because we set up goals based off comparison and then our ability. So we, <laughs> that's what Christian said. That's why everybody got a book out now, because we think that, oh, well, because we can do it or because we can emulate it. What's, is that the word you use, Ebony, emulate? Because we can emulate it, we think, oh, okay, well, that should be our goal too. Because, you know, oh my God, that was so powerful. Kirsten, you want to jump back in? Because I can't say it like you said it, but you kind of said that earlier. Oftentimes, so many of us are uh, coveting and comparing, competing that we don't really see what I got. Man, y'all be eating this up. This is good. Anybody want to jump in right there? Anybody? You're doing good, sir. You're doing good. <laughs> Wonderful. Can I just say I agree with Ebony? The quick for me, uh, comparison is the quickie, quickest way to own happiness. Comparing your life to everything, it's just not the. I agree. I agree. Man, this is good. This is really, really good. I think it's a powerful conversation because oftentimes, you know, as we as we move forward to these goals, we can't always see other people. We can't always see other things and say, okay, well, I want to achieve this, or I think this is my assignment just because, oh, we didn't see them, and that's goals. Yeah, no, they ain't how the goals supposed to work. Because truth be told, oftentimes I realize when I base my goals off other people's goals, I realize in the process of trying to get to that, um, that may not be what I really wanted. Does that make sense? <laughs> like, that yeah. may not be what I really wanted. You don't know what somebody had to go through to even get to where they are. Like Ebony said, like, there's a lot of stuff we wish we could have and we want, but you don't know to inspire. It's just like when somebody said, you know, like, they look at your anointing, like, I want that anointing. No, you don't. Right. You don't, you don't know want about all the stuff that I had to go through to get where I get, you know, people say, I would, I've had people tell, younger people tell me, and I'm not old, but I've had younger people tell me, like, I wish, um, I see how people react when you say, I wish I had that, that anointing. I said, no, you don't, you don't want this anointing because you don't want to know about the cancer the doctor said I had in my throat and I probably would be able to sing again. And you surely wow. don't want Come all on, the pain that came with um, me having to accept who I was as far as accepting my voice and all the different self-esteem issues I had to overcome. And so you don't know what a person had to come over to get to where they are and just like any life goal and one thing about me i've never inspired to be like anybody else as far as their goals um because i understand that it takes a different level of warfare and some things by comparison you attract certain warfare that you didn't even have to attract by trying to compare yourself to somebody else um a lot of times if I set a goal, like my goal for me this year, my goal is to be financially stable. Now that's a, a wide spectrum of things because I don't know exactly how God's going to do it. But I do know that sometimes when we're trying to get to our goal, some of those ideas that you think are crazy are sometimes really God-given ideas to get you to where you need to be. And it might be different from everybody else, but that's what God gave you. So you really have to just stick with what God gave you and understand that you might not be where somebody else is, but your process is your process, and you're not late. You're right on time. 
Oh, that's good. That's good. That is so good. That is so good, Keith. And I think oftentimes we do that. We we put ourselves in that position. Like you don't know the warfare behind it. We are we we want to <laughs> man, man, man. That was so powerful because oftentimes we want those achievements. We want those anointings. I was trying to um think of that word, Pastor Lewis was um using it when I put all the A's together. What's that word you was using, Pastor Lewis? Um I can't think of it. Anyway, what was that? Um, assistant. No, no, no. Authority. No, no uh, it's when you put all the A's together. It's a a, a a something type of preaching. Alliteration. Alliteration preaching. There you go. Alliteration preaching with the A's. Okay, cool, cool. So yeah, the alliteration preaching. Keep just throw another one in there because when you understand the assignment, you're anointing. You understand you can't always put yourself in a place to say, okay, well, I want that anointing. I want that assignment without understanding the warfare behind it, not understanding is that what God really called you to do? Because oftentimes you'll step into places, <clears throat> excuse me, you'll step into places because you believe, okay, well, I have the ability to do that. I may be called to do that, but not really understanding the warfare behind that. That may be goals for you, but truth be told, is that really a goal for you after you done went through the process or you see the labor that comes with it? We oftentimes put ourselves in that space where it's like, okay, well, I'm going to do that too. And truth be told, uh, that may not be what you want to do. <laughs> that may not be what you want to do because you don't know the warfare. You don't know the nights. You don't know the trials, the errors. You don't know the process that people have to go through to get to where they are and where they're trying to be. And we oftentimes see these goals and we just imitate them. We imitate them and emulate them and think, okay, well, yeah, let's just, you know, let's just make this the new thing. <laughs> when truth be told, yeah, we have to actually take a step back and assess. That's the new word. That's that's another A word for you, um, Pastor Lewis. We have to take the time to step back to assess what our God-given goals are or what God is actually, you know, putting in us to be a God-given goal or what we just out here chasing and saying, oh, well, this goals, let me go try to do this. Let me go try to do that. You know what I'm saying? Um, anybody anybody want to? Yeah. Yeah, I was just say, can I just chime in here? I think one last uh, point I would make in reference to this whole goals and comparison and all of that. I Ooh. think how we end up in the trap um, of goals and comparisons is that we set timelines for our lives. I should be this by this. I should be doing this by this. Mm -hmm. And I think that we um, inherently bring a lot of extra drama and strife. And as uh, Keith said, demons, honestly, spirits, <laughs> we, we can, you know, bring all these extra things into the picture because we want to do these different things. We all set goals. You know, I want to be this by this or that by that. Right. You know, I, I wanted to be married young because I saw, you know, examples of people married young. I thought that was cool, but it wasn't God's plan for me to be married at 18, 19, 20, 21. It was his plan for me to get my education and build and get a good foundation right. instead That's of good. doing what they did, jacking their credit up early, trying to <laughs> walk in something that they weren't prepared for. It was his plan for me to be married at 25. It wasn't his plan for me to have kids at 25. It was his plan for me to walk the journey that I walked and at the age of 31, wiser, stronger, and a more stable and a better place, then he brought, you know, our living child. So I think sometimes we just inherit, we, we bring all of this extra stuff by setting these goals, these time goals, when, you know, our steps are already ordered. And if we believe that, then we have to act like we do and trust the God who ordered them and not rush ourselves into these timelines, into these places. And again, because of the things that we see, 
you know, using things as a source of imitation instead of inspiration. We just bring so many extra things to ourselves. So that was my last point I wanted to make on that. No, that was definitely good. That was definitely good. That was definitely good because now you have me rethinking how I actually look at my goals and how I actually redefine them. Because truth be told, I actually have to start looking at the methods behind, you know what I'm saying, or the process of the timing. And when I say, okay, what do I want to achieve as goals? Because truth be told, it may be a goal, but it may not be the time for that goal. Sometimes, you, you know what I'm saying, like I said earlier, sometimes you got to have more practice before you even get in the game to make that shot. You know what I'm saying? And oftentimes we don't want to take that time to wait we don't want to take that time to assess our abilities we don't want to take that time what's that um word christian used earlier we don't want to take the time uh to build an action plan to make sure we're getting to those achievements even though it is a goal we have to build an action plan to get to those achievements we have to you know what i'm saying assess what our abilities are to make sure that hey we're building to that place instead of repeating the same cycle and saying okay well i'm progressing because oh it's a new relationship what you say Anthony? oh it's a new relationship it's a new relationship it's a new baby it's a new baby it's a new house it's a new house like that's uh, <laughs> when are you actually reaching success of that goal you know what i'm saying there has to be a purpose behind shooting the shot to get the goal i mean it has to be instead of just saying okay well we get goals and then there's never a point to your goal because what their goal was you achieved, but then there was no success behind it because you wanted Megan and Devon relationship and that was your relationship goal. Now you got married thinking that, oh, well, yeah, we got, no, we, no, we, we, we got to stop that. We got to stop that. <laughs> Listen, we got some people in the room that they came up. Do y'all want to jump in? Hey, Dr. Kai, it is good to see you. Carlos, my bro, welcome back. Welcome back into the room. Dr. Trina, thank you for stepping in. Thank you for stepping in. Um, Do y'all want to jump in on this topic? We're having a powerful conversation because this week is goals week. We're starting off the year and starting off the week um, talking about goals, talking about inspiration, goals from a, a, a plethora of levels. We had an acronym for goals this week. Uh, it was stand for greatness, obstacles, and, you know, each one of them played off a different word. Um, today, we're in the A of goals. We're talking about abilities. We're talking about actions. We're talking about achievements. And right now, we're talking about a different segment of understanding your personal goals, your relationship goals, and all the other stuff. And everybody threw in a powerful point in there where a lot of times we see people we see goals and stuff like that and it throws us off because goals are meant for inspiration it's supposed to aspire us to achieve something but then at the same time we have to step back and understand the method and the process of getting to these goals instead of wanting everything like the microwave generation that said okay well hey they, they got a goal that I think I should have. And since I have the ability to go out there and get it, I'm going to go get it. And then to be told, uh, that goal didn't win the game. You know what I'm saying? So definitely, I want to give y'all space to jump in on this conversation if y'all want to chime in. Dr. Trina Carlos. Thank you so much, Prophet. Um, great conversation. Um, I love what Ebony just said. I think another thing we can add to it is that we can understand that goals can always evolve, right? They like, even though we may make a goal today at the beginning of the year, because of something that may have happened, we may change our goal in February. It does not mean that we didn't plan accordingly, but that, you know, we can move the goal post, right? And then sometimes right. our goals will expand, right? Like, you know, you may think you're one place here. And what happens if you achieve that goal? I think um, sometimes setting goals are dangerous for some people that are high achievers, right? Mm -hmm. um, because they meet the goal and then they're like, oh, I... I I met all my goals. I've done all the great things, right? But what can you do beyond that? So we can always move that goalpost 
but then also recognize that goals can always change. They can always become something else. They can always be bigger. They can always become smaller. I think sometimes we fall into the danger of, you know, we need to scale back some of our goals when we realize that some of our processes aren't working so that we can make them more manageable and achievable. Carlos, you've been in the prophetic room too long. You're stepping over into my message for tomorrow because the L in goal stands for levels. And we're going to talk about the levels of goals tomorrow because sometimes we set goals that we don't realize may be too high and maybe we should shoot for the kiddie pool goal. You know what I'm saying? Like we have to learn that those goals are adjustable and it's not, it's, it's nothing wrong with uh, shooting at the low goal first. It's nothing wrong with, like Pastor Charles saying, taking that seat down um, before being axed up because sometimes it's it's a goal to be in the room sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling people I be celebrating that I be in certain rooms because that's a goal for me to sit among. I don't always have to speak. So there are levels to these goals, and they can grow. They can be diminished sometimes. Carlos, you getting into my message for tomorrow. You've been in these prophetic rooms too long. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> that's why my that's why my prophetic gift is pure. Oops, bye. <laughs> I'm weak. I'm so weak. <laughs> I'm so weak. <laughs> Dr. Trina, Dr. Kyle, would you guys like to chime in? Good morning. Good morning to everyone. Uh, yes, I would love to. I'm so excited that you're doing goals because I've actually um, set the the beginning of the month as well to uh, do some goals. I have to make some phone calls and and it's just not. As you say, some people uh, put them too high, and, and and like Carlos said, which was good, goals change based off of you. Sometimes you might start off one way, and God said, no, no, I need you to go a different way, or your goals may need to shift based off of the mindset or either the position God is requiring from you. Um, and so sometimes we have to look at where we at. And um, 2022... I have some things that I have, um, let, let me say this, 2021, I positioned myself, I put myself in position so when 2022 happened that I'm ready to move forward in the goals that I'm starting to achieve and move forward with because uh, achievement means that I'm executing the plan of actions that I have allowed to move me in the position to have the goals met. So when I achieve something, when I have an achievement, that means I executed, I moved towards the purpose of the goal and I was able to complete it. Uh, and so that leads me to an achievement. Uh, when I have the ability to handle it, that means I don't over-process it or put myself in a position where it become overwhelming because I have the ability um, to do the things that are that need to be done because sometimes we will not uh, allow ourselves to be educate the education that we need. We don't allow ourselves to uh, go back and uh, reevaluate our uh, abilities to handle the task, uh, and so it becomes a problem. Uh, um, but the also is that you have to take action, you know. And so I I, I think the, these things that you put up here, um, um, Prophet, is definitely. Uh, things that you have to move to uh, to get to the place of achievement uh, of the goals. And so when I look at the, the word A, those all three of those things are applicable uh, uh, to uh, making sure that you move to the goal. Um, I have several things in place for this year. 
uh, and I am taking the time away from certain rooms, certain apps, certain time uh, to just be like last night. I just got into some quiet time, uh, turned TV off. Uh, for I was watching the news based off of the weather, turned that thing off, turned off everything and got into uh, my room and just was like me, my notebook and the laptop of uh, achieving some things for four hours. That's some. That's what you have to do. You just got to set. I didn't get on no clubhouse. I wasn't trying to do that. I sometimes you got to get away. So um, this is truly a, a good thing because I think people need to understand the process of how to get to the goal, achieve the goal, and make sure you take actions. Actions is getting off these clubhouse streets. Uh, um, ability to obtain it. Going and get some continued education. Do whatever you need to do. Uh, and so uh, making sure that you meet the goals of achievement, achieving the thing that you put before you, working towards the plan. I'm Dr. Trina Brown. I'm going to dock my yacht. I am excited for the new year. I'm excited for what God is getting ready to do for those that are moving in and his swiftness of his process of the kingdom mindset, um, but also um that the things that he has told you to do, you're being obedient in 2022 to achieve the things that he called you to do because we are a triple threat this year. I'm docking my yacht at this time. Thank you so much, Dr. Trina. That was so good. That was so good. Like, y'all, this has been a powerful conversation um, from the beginning to the end. Like, you guys are teaching me because now <clears throat> and teaching everybody else that's listening because like i said i don't gotta be the one in the room always teaching even though i'm gonna do my little teaching with y'all you know i love hearing you guys perspective um because truth is we have to learn how to assess our abilities we have to learn how to take action and we definitely have to learn how to understand what god is calling us to achieve versus trying to operate in a spirit of coveting comparing and competing to where you know we're trying to do everybody else's goals everybody else's goals should not be your goals everybody else's purpose shouldn't be your purpose and we have to learn how to step over into what god is calling us to do in purpose whether it be supporting whether that be stepping up to be a leader whether it be opening your mouth whether it be closing your mouth no matter what it may be we have to get back into position so when we start reaching for these goals stretching for these goals when we start trying to achieve certain goals we'll already be in position to make the shot and make the shot hit it'll be the game winning shot because that's what i'm what i'm trying to do y'all when i put my goals in place and when i start achieving these goals i need my goals to be like the game winning shot like not only is it gonna bless me when i reach this goal i need to bless my whole team i need to bless everybody around me i don't i mean even when i set personal goals guess what i don't want my personal goals to be detrimental to other people and sometimes you know we're so busy trying to compare we're so busy trying to put ourselves in positions of other people's goals that we don't even realize hey God gave you your own goals to achieve. And guess what? They can be, like Carlos said, they can be moved up. The goalpost can be changed. It can be moved for you. You know what I'm saying? But you have to understand your goal. You have to understand your game. Because one thing about that, when Carlos said that is that I noticed is every game has a different type of goalpost. Every game has a different type of uh, uh, uh object that you got to hit or whatever the case may be for you to get that goal, for you to get that achievement. You you can't uh, score the same way in football that you do in basketball. So you have to understand your assignment and how it, God is calling you to score, how God is calling you to win the game. 
But yeah, man, this has been a powerful conversation. Anybody want to jump in real quick? Anybody? If not, we're going to go ahead and kick it over to last remarks, final remarks, all of that. Because when I tell y'all, y'all done wore this conversation out and y'all done ate. Like, this is the conversation that I like having. I love joking. I love having fun. But then I also love entertaining and educating people. Because truth be told, yeah, I don't want a distorted view on my goals for the next 10 years, just like they didn't did everybody else. Because now we be seeing stuff and now... It's goals. But truth be told, when we understand the time and when we understand the method, when we understand what God is calling for us to do in this season, in this year, in that month, then we start, you know, shooting shots that's actually going to help us to win the victory for the overall game. But let's go ahead and get into these final remarks. Hey, y'all, shameless plug. I think they finna open up the Wendy Williams virtual audience again because I got a little in email. And y'all know, I'm trying to go ahead and sneak my way into TV or trying to work my little method into TV. So when I had it, I have a meeting with the producers for like the virtual audience and something like that. So be praying for me because I'm going to try to pray about it. And I'm just going to ask a question on how I can like work with them to get my own whoop de whoop de whoop de whoop to on some yeah. So yeah, be praying for me, y'all, because I'm trying to make some things happen for me. I got some goals that I'm trying to meet. And I just want them to actually come to pass because they ain't just my goals. I think they God given goals. <laughs> so y'all be praying for me. But yeah, I want to kick it over to final remarks and the question of the day. Let me turn to my notebook and see what I have for the question of the day. Okay, so the question of the day right now, I want y'all to give y'all a final remark, and then I want y'all to answer this question. And, Carlos, this question is good because I know you're good at door dashing. So I don't even know if you even go. <laughs> I don't even know if you're going to want to do this. One. But the question of the day is, how long have you waited in line or do you wait in line for your food? If you even still wait in line. Because I know some people, we don't do lines no more for food. We just going to door dash it away at the house. Or we might do a grocery line at the most. But as far as like drive through lines, going to pick up my food type of line, stuff like that, I don't really do. If you over 10 minutes, I'm good. I don't even want it no more, especially if I ain't paid for it. I might as well just go somewhere else. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm not, I do not like waiting all day for my food, especially in no drive through line. Now, I ain't going to lie. Chick-fil-A has perfected, I guess. They line going fast. I don't know why, but Chick-fil-A line could be wrapped around the building twice, and you're going to get your food in like seven minutes max. But everywhere else, it's like, man, y'all got a couple of cars, or it's going to be 20, 30 minutes. I ain't, uh-uh. I'm good. I can't wait in line for too long. So that's the question of the day. How long do you know I'm going to wait in line, whether it be a drive through or whatever? How long do you know I'm waiting for your food? And then just give final remarks on the room, any final remarks on goals, ability, achievements, actions, or anything. Uh, PTR, see where you are in the room, see where you are in the room, or on the stage, and we're going to go in that order. Started with um, Christian, Rashonda, Kareem, Pastor Charles, Ebony, Dr. Trina, then Carlos. Do-do-do-do. Prophet Christian, it's on you. Okay, he probably busy. Rashonda, it's on you. Do -do 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 -do. Yeah, I, I've gotten really spoiled during this pandemic or panoramic, as my friend says. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not doing all that waiting. And I have little people, you know, so I'm door dashing, Walmart delivering. All of that, okay. Matter of fact, I've been fussing with Walmart all morning, so I haven't been on here because they didn't bring my stuff in yesterday. And today is Apostle Deuce's birthday, so yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to get some straightening. Happy okay. birthday! <laughs> Thank you. 
But other than that, this room has been really good. What I have managed to hear, like I said, I was trying to handle some business and momming today. Um, but yes, these are the type of conversations that, you know, that are really needed, especially when we go on air, okay? There's some of the other stuff we've talking about sometimes. But nonetheless, this has been an amazing room. Mommy! Yeah, he, I hear him over there. He like, I need some attention. It's my birthday. Go ahead, mommy. Mommy, come on, come on. Let's get this together. <laughs> I hope you have an enjoyable day with that. Trust me, I definitely understand that's probably a whole a whole assignment, a whole job over there. I definitely understand. And low-key, I ain't got to the point of door dashing and like Walmart and groceries yet. I tried it once on Amazon, and I think they brought me like a case of water some eggs maybe i don't know like i don't i feel weird about like getting my groceries ordered i think i go to the store and wait in line like even Publix, i, I shop at public sometimes Publix have the longest line when they come to grocery shopping sometimes but i don't mind because i prefer to go in there and see my food see my produce see my fro like i like to see my food before they bring it to my house because i don't want nobody bringing no food to my house that's gonna be suspect then i gotta go around fussing people out uh-uh i go grocery shopping on my own but doordash and regular food yes because i doordash me some american deli in a heartbeat glory to god korea i'm throwing it over to you final remarks um on the room final feedback on the room uh any question that you may have for the room uh or you know you know you can just answer the question of the day how long you ain't in line for food and stuff Do -do -do -do. Uh, i'm at work so i'm gonna have to pass it along so. <laughs> no problem no problem well listen thank you so much for being in the room thank you so much for being able to listen with us hang out with us all day because you've been rocking out with us for a minute and I, is it you said this is your first time in here right yes it won't be my last so. yes Thank you. Thank you so much. See, we always have one. That's why I'm going to start doing altar call. If this was a church for real, I'm telling you, I have a church full. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> oh, but thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so much. You have always been a blessing or a correction. We're always here to be a blessing. Pastor Charles, I'm throwing it over to you. Final remarks, the question of the day. Hey, man, it's a great room. Absolutely. Absolutely a great room. Um, thankful. Um, it's always good to be able to be uh, a part of, of something that's good, and um, that's and this is good stuff to talk about, um, having goals and being able to utilize your abilities while you're in process. It's actually cool. I love it. Um, in terms of waiting for food, Lord have mercy. Uh, there have been times my, my soul has been vexed from having to wait, but there are some places that you know that you're going to, that the food is going to be good. So you wait as long as it takes because you want the food to be fresh uh -oh. and you want it to be good. And so certainly- What's as long as it takes, Mr. Charles? <laughs> I mean, I think the longest I've waited, you know, like if I'm going, if I'm going to patronize uh, somebody, some kind of soul cooking or something like that, depending on the place, okay. if, I, if they cook to order, I've waited maybe about 25 minutes um, but of course I was there with somebody else and we had enough to talk about or whatever that we didn't, uh, you know, have to do a whole lot of extra whatever. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, but it, it depends on the place. I mean, Chick-fil-A, you expect to get in and out of there. I, you know, I don't care how long the line is. I'm right. going to be out of there in about seven minutes. And sometimes I'll use my app order. Right. So by the time I get there, I have to tell them my name is Charles. It's, oh, we see you. All right. Go pull around. And that's all they got to say. I'm good. Um, so we've got too much technology out here for it to be too, too long. 
But yeah, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, I can't think of any other place. I believe sometimes, though, that God is using this to test, not really to test us. I, I won't say that, but I will say sometimes we need to realize whether or not our patience level is where it needs to be. And sometimes you find out, oh, see that, Charles, right there? I need you to deal with that. All right. Yes, Lord. All right. I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's about it, though. But, yeah, I mean, I've waited. I think that longest I've waited is about 25 minutes, I think, as of late. I mean, I know I've waited longer than that in my lifetime. You know, mama cooking in the in the kitchen, you know, sit down and wait. You know, you don't you get up there. Don't you say nothing. Just right. fried chicken. <laughs> you know, you might get some grease popped on you. So I don't know. I... <laughs> but anyway, that's mine. God bless you. Have a wonderful day, everybody. <laughs> No problem. Thank you so much, Dr. Charles. That's good. See, now, when I look at it like that from a home cooking style, the longest I done probably waited was about two hours. I'm talking about I'll show up at my grandma's house, and she'll be like, okay, baby, I'll throw something on for you. And I'm like, hold on. What? I mean, we'll throw something on. A, a 30 minutes then went by. I'm like, grandma, it's done yet? An hour then went by. It's done yet? Two, a half an hour is done? It ain't done yet. Two hours finally roll up. Oh, it's done. But then at the same time, you can't even complain because it'd be so good. She done put something about love and, and kindness in there. Oh, my God. It done blessed the spirit all kinds of ways. So when you put it like that, Pastor Charles, I think the longest I'd have waited for two hours. But in line, no. If I go yeah. to a restaurant, no. I'm but see, that's, that's called fast food. That's what you're looking for It's fast food. Even with oh. fast food, uh-uh. Anything <laughs> over 15 minutes, I'm gone. I forgot to tell you. I forgot to tell you something. One of my old pastors told me. He says he used to say, "Reach for the heavens when it comes to goals. Reach for the heavens and at least land on the stars." I'm done. Have a great one. Hold on. Say that again. You can't say that too fast. That was your final remark. Say that one more time. Um, when he, my, bash, my bishop used to tell me that um, Bishop John Jimenez, when I was under him, he said, "Reach for the heavens and at least land on the stars." Mm. Oh, that's good. Reach for the heaven and at least lamp on the stars. Oh, that's good. I'm gonna try to use that. I'm gonna look that up and use that. That might that's good. That's good. Ebony, I'm throwing it over to you. Final remarks. Hey y'all. Uh so to answer your final question, uh I don't mind waiting if it's something I really like. Um if I'm in the car, like sitting in the drive-thru, I don't really care. Because typically me and my husband being there chopping it up and you know the time goes by, so I don't really mind. Um, I'm big on getting my food delivered. I'm big on DoorDash. Um, I'm big on getting my groceries delivered since this pandemic. Really? Time to be sitting out there with people. I don't have time. Um, and I have a medically fragile child, so I'm not dragging her out, um, to be into all of that. So yeah, deliveries is the way to go for me. Has been since she's been born. Um, when it comes to like certain places, like Carolina Kitchen is one place I will stand in line. I've stood in line for like 30, 45 minutes. You but have that food Ebony is amazing. You yes. make that food that good, Ebony? Did I you do. I <laughs> do. So that I'm not the owner. I it's certain things about their food that I'll do, but when I first moved up here to DC, everybody like you gotta go to now the one in Brandywine is the long line is not as long as the one up in Upper Marlboro. Right. So I'd rather go to Brandywine and go Upper Marlboro because Upper Marlboro, you'll be there for hours waiting. Right. I see, I just learned that. I just learned that. So I know people who work at that Largo location. Um, I've been able to call my order in. Now that's been great. 
Um, but at one point they weren't doing that anymore. So you had to stand in that line. And there's just certain things I eat. I haven't tried everything, but the things that I do like, I really like. I'm not a big soul food person. It takes a lot to impress me with soul food and theirs is just something that I could go to my grandmother's house and get. It's just, it's the quality of it. I enjoy, um, I enjoy their food. So they're really the only ones that I'll kind of like stand and, and wait for. Um, back to the conversation. It was great. I enjoyed talking about goals and, um, all of these things that we make our relationship goals and family goals and life goals. Um, and I guess my, my main point for earlier, and I'll say it again, is to just make sure that you're using people as a point of reference for inspiration and not imitation. Just consult God and all the things that you do, um, all the things that you want to accomplish, make sure that he is in those as your steps are ordered, um, consult him and trust me, you will never fail and you will exceed your goals. Um, when you follow him, when you listen, when you're in tune, trust me. There are some years I've had to go back to the drawing board and dream a little bit bigger, like this one. I've had to dream a little bit bigger because everything I wanted to do is getting done in January. So dream bigger, y'all. Sometimes you'll land a lot further than some of the goals that you have set. So that's bless my you for that, Ebony. Bless, you, bless you for that. And uh, appreciate you. That was so good. Listen, I'm trying to quote you on Facebook, but I don't even know how because that was that was a mouth. That was a mouthful. I'm gonna have to figure out how I caught you on Facebook with that. Because that's how like I don't y'all know I don't mind supporting people, sharing people. I wanna put y'all on. Ebony, are you a public speaker? I never read your bio. I actually am. Yeah, I'm gonna put you on some of the platforms and stuff that we be doing in the real okay. world. Because some of these stuff oh yeah, you're a brand ambassador too. I am I'm a brand ambassador. I am. I'm an ambassador for March of Dimes, a national ambassador for March of Dimes. Uh, but I also launched a, a apparel, inspirational apparel line. If you want to put me on, you can always drop my link. I would love you guys support your purchases. Don't support my family. They support the families that I support who have premature kids, kids who are medically fragile and disabled here in the Maryland, D.C., Virginia, and actually abroad. Most of my women are all over the country and even into Canada. So by buying a shirt, a cup, a mug, you're helping me support them. Amen. See, that's what I like about ministry. That's what I do too. Listen, I'm gonna start. Listen, I told y'all this is gonna be the year of collaboration too. Um, y'all see my graphic up there. God has downloaded the word in me for 2022, and one of the things that I'm doing is building collaborations, building healthy connections. So, Ebony, I'm gonna definitely continue to connect with you on that because yes, I have a lot of people. Like my ministry is connected with a lot of people in different areas, and what I'm looking to set up now is ambassadorships with people in different states who can help people navigate to to the right resources actually really connect them with the right resources because sometimes we be trying to plug people in and it just never goes the right way so yeah you're definitely going to be a point of reference in the future for me so thank you so much for coming in and contributing dr trader i'm throwing it over uh, to you for final remarks and question of the day Do-do-do-do-do. oh okay Do-do-do-do. okay um final remarks uh question of the day um the room has good been good uh, from when I came in, and, uh, and then I seen the topic, and I was like, "Oh, okay, we got goals this week, so we're doing some things," uh, and so um, that's that's really really good. Um, oh, that's so cute. That's Ebony's baby. Look at she. Oh, she's so precious. Um, and so um, uh, that is. Um, I, I have goals, and so and and what Ebony said, if if you can attain them in 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 thirty days, then then that was just that was just a partial piece of it. You need to expand that thing and move forward. 
um, and, and elaborate on, on the bigger goal. Uh, and so, uh, which is connected to your purpose. Uh, and so I really believe when we work on goals, it's a, it's connected to the, the, the overall piece, which is our purpose and allows us to move into those things. Um, and so, um, that's just my Oh, okay. Time to wrap I'm sorry, it up. Right. Okay. I was going to say that's my new Google. Okay. Uh, All right. I hear you. Know, you know, you had, you, you had Google to say that when no, I was talking. Okay. I, I'm going to wrap it up. Okay. So let me wrap it up because Google said it's time to wrap it up and start right, working. Google, so. get me together. Okay. So Google getting me together. So, um, so um, I'm wrapping it up, and um, the the question: Do I wait? I'm like I'm like Ebony. Um, since here, since the pandemic, I I order my groceries from Wegmans. I order from Food Line if I have to. Uh, I am a BJ's person, so I I'm, I like BJ's more than Costco because Costco sometimes can be too much. So I'll order my stuff on BJ's and um, then go pick it up. Um, and so I order it and then pick it up from there. Um, and, and so they just put it in the back of the, my truck for me, back of my SUV for me. Oh yeah. You need a pickup. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But standing in line, I, you know, the, the, I, I'm not a, uh, Carolina kitchen. I, I did that one time and I was like, mm. and everybody's like, you know, the best way to go is the brandy wine. So I started going to brandy wine cause it was like, okay, I'd rather do that. But restaurant wise, I, I went to a hibachi chicken place. Uh, here, Japanese type place, and the line, and this is right after everything opened up for the pandemic, and it was like a long line, and I was like, it better be good, and it wasn't what I expected. I wanted some uh, uh, hibachi chicken, and, and and the yum yum sauce wasn't as what I wanted. I mean, it was like the the sauce wasn't what I'm Lord, used to. Lord, Lord, I know, I hear you. Listen, so the yum yum sauce wasn't what I was used to, Pastor Charles. So I kind of had a I had a little attitude because I'm like, I stayed in line for 45 minutes because y'all have people were standing outside. And this is right after the pandemic, uh, you know, while we were in the midst of the pandemic, and they started opening up restaurants. And so they couldn't have all the tables so they were trying to figure out how to do things again. But um, I, I, I order mine from a certain restaurant. So I have to drive. Now, this is the thing. How far would you drive for your food? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good that's one. The other question, not how long you'll stay in line, how far would you drive? And so I I drove to Lorton from Alex from Woodbridge to get my food from the, the place that had the hibachi chicken that I like. So I'd rather drive to get the right hibachi chicken. Um that that's sad, but that's true. And so I would drive to certain places, like if I'm going to the harbor or certain places and I got a taste for a certain type of food, uh, then I'm going to go certain places. I've been to um, Chesapeake Bay and uh, Maryland to go to uh, is it Traders, uh, which is a fish restaurant, to get certain uh, uh, rock, rock, rock fish. Uh, I don't, and it's you can only get rockfish at this particular restaurant because they're they're catching it right off the bay and bringing it in. So you have to go to a certain place to get a certain type of food. So rockfish is only sold in that area. You can't get it in Maryland. You can't. I mean, on the um, in uh, Virginia, you have to go closer to that part of the bay to get it. So how far will I drive? I would drive an hour or so for food if it's good. Um, uh, and so the line, I, I wouldn't wait in line. I would go and get in a place and go there. 
so that's uh, that's my take on that. And um, yeah, I, um, I definitely enjoyed the room and uh, look forward to uh, people achieving. Let me say this. I, I wish above everything that you all achieve the goals that you have before yourself and that you allow God to show you and direct you on how to achieve them on a level that will be quickly, speedily, and allow the abundance to flow in your household for the year of 2022. I'm Dr. Trina Brown and I doc my yacht. Thank you, Dr. Trina. That was so good. That was so good. And listen, I apologize for Google cut you off. I really do. Listen, I had to add a new Google in there to remind me to wrap it up because y'all, I be missing my calls. I be missing work calls. And people be forgetting that I be on here doing the radio and, and, you know what I'm saying, during the morning time. So at 11 o'clock, immediately my phone would start blowing up and with text messages because people know, oh, he should be done now. He should be done now. So, yeah, I be having to wrap this thing on up expeditiously. So well, I do apologize. Told, told me to get on off, so we're going to have to wrap <laughs> this up, and I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and let that go. Right. <laughs> So thank you so much, Dr. Trina, for always coming in and always contributing. I appreciate you and value you so much. Thank you so much. Carlos, last but not least, last but not least, last but not least, Prophet Carlos, because he already started touching on yesterday. Shameless plug, y'all, for, yet, for tomorrow. Not yesterday. For tomorrow, we're going to be doing levels. We're going to talk about the levels and your goals and all the other stuff. Carlos started talking about it a little bit today and pressed into it. But yeah, shameless plug. That's going to be a powerful conversation tomorrow. Because truth be told, while we're all making goals, we need to understand the level that we're on. Because truth be told, like for some people, even though some things may be a goal, goal you need to be trained you're not on that level yet for that to be your goal you know what i'm saying we have to talk about that like we got to discuss that i don't want to come for nobody but we got to make sure when we set goals we set realistic goals because i mean i got a goal to be on the red carpet one day but we need to like that we got to think about the like yeah we'll get to it tomorrow but uh carlos come on man give some final feedback for the room any final remarks and question of the day it's on you Oh, give me the question of the day again. Okay, so how long will you wait in line for your food? Or Dr. Trina even remixed it. Or how long will you drive for your food? Because I don't like waiting in lines for food. Only line I'm really going to wait in is probably to get my groceries at Publix. But they saying they don't even wait in lines at Publix because they get theirs delivered. So are you still waiting in lines in 2022? And if so, how long will you wait in a line, whether it be drive through groceries, anywhere for your food? Um, yeah, so, um, final thoughts, um, continue to be great, um, in all that you do and all you aspire to be. Um, how long would I drive? I've driven three hours to DC just to eat, <laughs> um, to eat at a couple restaurants that I like down there. I, it, that's a, a determined thing. Um, but standing in line for food. Three hours? Yeah, 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 yeah. Three hours to DC from where he lives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's my two favorite restaurants are down there. The Grill. What's the name of them? Um, the Grill, that's right in the Wharf, and then yes, also the Wharf. Uh, oh yeah, you the Wharf. Oh yeah, I think the yeah. Wharf. Yeah, yeah. Every everything over there. Yeah, yeah, all the seafood, everything over there. Yes. And then also, I love there is a um, it's called the Diner, which is in I think what is that area, um. Georgetownish area. It's called the diner. It's a it's an actual diner. 
but they have really, really, really good food. So, um, but yeah, but waiting in line, I can't stand in line to wait on food. That's a different thing. But like knowing I'm going somewhere, <laughs> if I want to eat, then I'll do it. <laughs> so you ain't standing in line at all for, for food? I'm not standing in line. <laughs> you just going to do it that shit. That's right. A week, a week, low key. See, yeah, I do that, but me, if if I gotta, st- I mean, I'm I'm more of an order beforehand. Like I said, I probably call ahead and make sure, like even with Chick Fil A, I'm gonna go on the app, order mine beforehand, just so I don't have to, you know, stand in line. Yeah. But yeah, as far as like standing in line, like I said, yeah, the longest I'm gonna do it about 20 minutes. Like I'm gonna make sure I take some extra precautions because if I have to wait in line over 10, 20 minutes for my food, I don't even want it no more. I'm gonna want to go somewhere else because my attitude got messed up, and if my attitude got messed up, my appetite on the food gonna get messed up. I don't know about have y'all ever had that experience where the food was nasty only because you had a nasty attitude that day? I don't know about y'all. Yep. That palate, that's your palate. Don't like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you have a bad attitude, the food don't taste right. <laughs> right. And I be trying to tell people, it's not that the food wasn't good that day. It just, I probably was mad. I probably had an attitude. My palate just went, you know, it's hard for you to receive things and eat things when your attitude messed up. And I just could not eat certain foods when I'm mad. I just don't be wanting it. I be getting pissed off. I didn't order some food. Got to wait 30 minutes. Now I'm mad. My whole palate just changed. <laughs> Oh, that's a word right now. That is a word. Well, y'all, it's 1109, and it's time to get on off of here so I can get to work. Google trying to tell me, trying to tell me, wrap it up, time to get to work. Because, listen, y'all know I don't like working after 3 o'clock because I be needing a nap throughout the day. And then I be having so much to do. My phone be blowing up off the hook. Like, I be needing sleep. So I be having to keep myself on my schedule. One thing I'm trying to do in 2020, Dr. Trina, is be more um, – more adamant about my time because I've learned how to master making certain amounts of money in my time. But then that also made me lazy so I can make, you know what I'm saying? X amount of money in a certain time. And then I will use the extra time to be lazy. Well, God says, no, you gotta be more productive about your time because that's how you can be leveling up and getting more money. While you multiple streams, multiple streams. Right, right. Even with the multiple streams, it's like, shoot, you got multiple streams, but you gotta use some of that extra time you got to uh, uh, expand them streams. You need to make them streams some rivers. He made them make, make them streams oceans. They need they need to stop being streams and make them things some rivers. You make you need it need to be a flood. So that's what I'm gonna do. I'm trying to be more um time effective, time sufficient. Because if even if you know me in real life, I'm horrible with getting places on time. I'm horrible with getting places on time. I mean, granted, that's why I'm booked as talent most of the time. Because when I show up is when I show up. But I'm horrible at getting places on time. So yeah, I'm trying to be more effective about that in 2022. That's one of my goals this uh this this year. And notice I've been getting yeah different goals all year because like I said, I'm redefining my goals, reshaping my goals, and I'm building upon my goals. Because truth be told, I have a goal for every quarter, every month. Shoot, doggone every day. <laughs> so yeah, I need to be better at my goals. And that's why we're talking about these all week. So, yeah, make sure y'all join me tomorrow at 8 a.m. Thank you guys for being in the room. Um, Pastor Charles, can you pray us out real quickly? Are you not there? Okay, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, oh, Rashawn, I'm sorry. I missed you. Did you want to get some affirmations or are you busy? Sure, I can get some affirmations real quick. 
Okay. okay. I'm sorry. I was sorry. He, I was here. Affirmations are fine. I I was here, but I just couldn't get to my phone quick enough. Sorry about that. So go ahead. Okay. No, no, Cut no. The shot. Go I'm ahead. Calling no, no, right no. after she gets. No, do do the affirmations. Go ahead and do the affirmations. I'm good. I'm so sorry. I'm busy doing some stuff around here too. Okay, I got you. I got you. <laughs> so Rashonda, go ahead and give the affirmation, and then I'm gonna press out. Okay. I am the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I am creating streams of income every day. I am a good steward over what God has given me. And my millions are locating me. These are your affirmations for today. God bless y'all. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All righty, guys. Listen, let me do a quick prayer and then we're going to close the room. God, we thank you so much for blessing this room. God, we thank you so much for every person that came in this room. God, we ask that you will keep them, cover them, and protect them, oh God. God, allow their grace to emerge with their gift, oh God, and let them be extraordinary in this season of their life, oh God. Let no weapon formed against them be able to prosper, oh God. Continue to keep them, continue to cover, not only them, but their families as well, and every person that's connected to them, oh God. Cause them to receive an unexpected blessing on this week and cause them to meet every goal that you have put in their heart this year, oh God. In the name of Jesus, God, we believe that we have received it because you said in your word that when we pray, believe it and it shall be so. So, God, we thank you because it is so. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, guys. I love you. I'm praying for you guys. I hope you have a peaceful, prosperous, and productive day. And I'll see you guys tomorrow at 8 a.m. for Waking Up with the Prophet. This room is ending in 3, 2, 1. Bye-bye.